Welcome, dear. Oh wait, uh, welcome, true believers. <laughs> true believers is the correct term for for our lovely listeners. To episode ten, double digits, guys. Woo woo. The 10th movie in uh, Jesse and Donald's fantastic, wonderful, marvelous adventure through the MCU. My name is Donald. I am your uh, host slash spirit guide through all these movies. And join me, as always, is the uh, the, the Gamora to, to my <laughs> Peter Quill, uh, the lovely, the beautiful, the talented Miss Jesse Heaster. Jesse, how you doing? I'm doing great. Fantastic. Uh, Jesse, let's, um, where this is uh, the 10th movie. We're almost halfway through all the, wow. the, the current movies that are there. Um, what was your, uh, your gut feeling on Guardians of the Galaxy? What did you think? I enjoyed it. I liked it a lot. I thought yeah. it was one of the more funnier yeah, definitely. movies, but there was definitely a lot of em- emotional sure, moments. Sure. The beginning was definitely, you know, it, yeah. was, it was rough. But, but uh, yeah, yeah, it's um, it's definitely a departure. I mean, this is this is the first movie we've had in a while that has new characters. Yeah, because up I to this point, too. the last time we had anybody new was probably the Avengers. Yeah, I want to say because we had like Hawkeye and that and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, did you? Here's a question before we jump into the before we get to our our, our lovely guest. Uh, did you have a favorite guardian of the galaxy? Did any one of them rise above the others for you in terms of of how much you like? I gotta them? love me some Pratt. Pratt, you're you're a gotta Pratt have girl. Pratt. Jesse and I are huge. Uh, uh, Parks and Recreation fans, so so we we always love, love to see Chris Pratt. Chrissy yeah, Pratt. And he's just like a fun. He's a fun character. Yeah. He's funny, but he's also cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Um, should I say mine or should I wait until my favorite uh, Guardian shows up in the movie? Mm, no, I think you should just say it. My favorite is uh, is Drax the Destroyer, played by uh, Dave Batista. Um, I liked him too. He was probably my second favorite. Yeah, he's uh, he he might be my favorite Marvel character. Period. I just love everything about that character. I think he's a lot of fun. We'll get to him when we go. But guys, uh, of course, uh, we can't do this alone. We, we need uh, we need a. Th- there's not another. Do you, do you want to be uh, the evil sister? Uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> she's nebula. The, she's the she's the the evil robotic blue faced nebula to our Peter Quill and Gamora. Uh, she is also uh, one of our uh, first time guests. So. so so we should make her feel welcome. And dear friend. And dear friend. Oh. And has known me, the only guest on this show that ha- has known me longer than this person uh, was uh, my own brother, Mr. Joey Kiley, who was on our Avengers episode. Uh, but uh, her name is Miss Jamie Orgill. Yeah. Jamie, how you doing? I'm good. How Fantastic. Are you? Thank you so much for being here for for joining us. Um, let Let's get your uh, your uh, gut thoughts about Guardians. Had, had you seen this before? We asked you to watch it for this. I'm assuming. Yes. Yeah. Let's get. Well, let's start with that because you you are a first time guest. Um, what's your history with the Marvel movies in general? Have you seen most of them or some of them? Are you a fan? What's What's your take on it? Oh, I've seen all of them. All of them. I've seen all. Oh, of them. Oh wow! Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, do you have a favorite Guardian of the Galaxy? I gotta go with Groot. Groot? <laughs> I love him. So I love simple. Groot. Too. All of them are pretty gay. Great. My least favorite is probably Gamora because she has to be like the serious one of the group. Yeah. But I don't dislike her. She's just, if I had to rank them, if I had to rank them, I'd probably go Drax, Groot. Mm-hmm. And probably then probably Quill then Rocket although I still love Rocket the raccoon and uh, and then Gamora so so yeah cool yeah. cool cool do you have a favorite um, hero of the MCU is there anyone that that sort of uh, rises above the others for you 
It's interesting because I feel like in each of the movies, certain sh- certain certain ones shine sure, sure. a lot more. Like oh, absolutely. Sometimes I'm a fan of Iron Man. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I'm a I'm a yes. I'm a Thor ride or die I, chick. And we, Jesse and I are big Thor Thor fans of the original like group. I think Thor's probably my favorite. Although again, I like them all. Tony Stark is great. Robert yeah. Downey Jr. is awesome. Great. Love but, me some Iron but Man. Thor, yeah, mm-hmm. is just kind of the funniest. And I feel like he goes through the the most changes through the movies and. Yeah. Jesse, when we when we get into the later ones with Thor, you'll see the sort of he because he goes from being kind of a jokey character to being more 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 layered, and he kind of has yeah. more shit to deal with as as the movies go along. So yeah, cool, cool, cool. Definitely. All right, well, uh, Jamie, thank you so much for being here. We uh, we love you and cherish you, we and uh, we're Thanks glad to uh, to chat about this movie with you. <laughs> uh, Going to hit you guys with some quick facts about the movie. Fact time. Uh, this came out in 2014. Um, it was directed by James Gunn, who um, wasn't really known as like a mainstream director before this. He directed a lot of sort of He's indie. He's Kirk's brother, right? He is Kirk. Jamie, did you ever watch Gilmore Girls? I did. Uh, do you remember the character Kirk who was kind of the weird guy who lived in the town? And he, he had always, like a million different jobs. He always had a different job oh, and he was yeah. skinny and kind of... He was always like the busser boy yes, or like something Yeah, he always sad. had some... So, yeah, <laughs> kind of, kind of. He asked Lorelai out at one point. He did. Um, Lorelai, the main character of Love Gilmore Girls for the, for the listeners who don't uh, watch <laughs> Gilmore Girls. But yeah, anyway, um, he, uh, yes, he is the younger brother of the director, James Gun. Uh, his name is Sean Gunn, so and he is in this in movie. The movie. Uh, and he actually, fun fact. Um, so when they're filming the movie, they obviously can't have these CG because because Groot and Rocket are obviously all CG characters, and so they need someone to kind of stand in and do the motions and deliver the lines. And so Sean Gunn was actually the the oh, one who yeah who awesome. stood in for for, for Rocket Raccoon. Um, so he oh, wow. kind of on set he was probably wearing like a green like suit so that they could kind of you know uh, 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 erase him out of the frame and all that whenever they did the uh, the the after effect things. Um, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, James Gunn. Um, he, uh, yeah, I, you, you You've j- been saying cool, cool, cool like so many times. <laughs> oh, did I? I'm just going to cut it out. Cool, cool, cool. I'm just, cool, I'm just, I like it. I'm just, just so excited for Guardians of the and to turn 10. It's a big deal. It's a big double digits. Um, that's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah. So James Gunn, um, he was, yeah, best known for kind of an indie director. He, he directed like kind of indie horror movies. There's one called Slither about a town that gets attacked by like space slugs or some crazy shit like that. Um, and, uh, and yeah, yeah. And a, a fun fact about him, he was married, uh, not, not anymore, but he was at one point married to Jenna Fisher, who, uh, ah. was, um, Pam on the office. If you remember the receptionist yes. on the office. Yes. Um, they, they unfortunately got divorced, but it seems like, uh, seems like it's amicable. So, so, so good for, and both I of them are doing fine guys. Ooh. All right. Let's not cry for a couple of millionaires. Um, <laughs> uh, Jamie, we play a fun little game it's really here, fun. which, uh, is I, I, don't know why we do it because I feel like it always kind of kills the, the momentum of the show. But no, I it's like called it. I think it's What fun. Did It Cost? What Did It Make? Ding. Um, so this wow. is Jamie. Is uh, we we'll, we'll let you go second since since you're uh, since you're a newbie to the show. We don't want to put you First on the spot. Timer. But what we do is we're gonna guess how much the movie costs to make, and then we're gonna guess how much, much it made, made worldwide. So Jesse, starting with you, what do you think this movie cost to make? Keep in mind, a lot of CG, a lot of a lot, lot of actors of they had to pay. What did the last movie make? Um, I always ask Captain that America, question. the Winter Soldier, Jess, or, uh, Jamie. It's, it's going to be tough because we got two J names here. Double um, J. Uh, J. Captain America, the Winter Cute. Soldier, that made $714 million. It cost $170 million to make. And we're talking about how much it was to make. Right now we're talking about, yeah, the, the, the budget of the movie. What do you think it cost to... Don't look at my notes. No, I wasn't. I was thinking. You're a um, cheater. 
You said the last one was 170. That's what million? Captain America cost. Yeah. I'm gonna say. 275 million. $275 million is what Jesse is guessing it costs to make. Jamie, you? For Guardians of the Galaxy, I think <laughs> like 180. 180? $180 million. Jamie, you get the you get the prize Woo! because uh, it cost uh, it, it was tough on sometimes online it's hard to get the exact number but it seemed yeah. like the the cost was hovering around about two hundred million dollars to make uh, so so Jamie we're gonna give it to you you're you only twenty off yeah, uh, fantastic so now uh, let's say uh, what you think it co- uh, what it what made oh uh, this is worldwide China Russia England Mexico. Everywhere. <laughs> All around the world. All around the world. Uh, Jesse, what do you think this movie made? How many mm, dollar bills? Mm, 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 mm. Hmm. I'll mm. give you a hint. It's close to Captain uh, to the last one, which was seven fifteen. I will say six hundred and thirty million. Six hundred and thirty million dollars. Good guess. Jamie, what do you think? What would you what would you hazard a guess? Uh that this uh, this made, I would guess about eight hundred and fifty million. Eight hundred and fifty million. I, th- uh, you know, what? I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna split it between the two of you because both of you were kind of about a hundred million off. Uh, it made seven hundred and seventy three million dollars. Uh, so yeah, it's a hit, guys. It, Marvel, you can get, you can keep those lights on, guys, because <laughs> you're doing uh, it right. Because you're because you're making it happen. Uh, cool. Yeah, this movie had a ninety one percent on Rotten Tomatoes, so very uh, made a lot of money and was also uh, kind of critically beloved. Uh, yeah, yeah, and I I I'm inclined to agree because uh, yeah, this was a lot of fun. So let's jump into the movie, guys. You ready? I'm Yay! ready. Let's cool. jump on in. Uh, we start uh, on Earth uh, of all places uh, for a movie called. Guardians of the Galaxy, guys. Yeah, really. Uh, and, That's uh, weird. And, uh, yeah, starts off as a, a stone-cold bummer beginning, guys. Um, 1988. We, 1988. A year before I was year born. year before Jesse was born, and probably, what, three or four years before you were born, Jamie? Yeah. Yeah, you were, what, 92? I'm a 90s baby. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, we start off, we see little baby Quill. He's, um, is he, like, playing a, a little little video game or something? I don't remember something. what he was doing. And then but, Mitchell uh, Hunsberger, since Mitch, we're talking another, about Gilmore Girls. Another Gilmore Girls. Do you remember the character Logan, who was like the rich it was boyfriend, her boyfriend that she? Uh, Did he have blonde hair, blue eyes? Yes. yes. Oh, yes. yes. His dad. His dad, who's kind of a villain on the show because he makes Rory feel bad about that's not right. being a good journalist. And or that's whatever. why she quit going to she, Yale. Uh, yeah, yeah, he is. Uh, he is the grandpa who um who goes up to Peter and uh, you know kind of tells him like, "Time to say bye to mom, buddy. Mom is dying." Uh, and yeah, that's yeah that whole scene. Um, it, it's pretty it effective for, yeah. for for an opening scene. Yeah. Did, did you guys? Uh, uh, either of you get a get a little little lump in your throat at all? Um, watching. That. I got teary eyed for sure. Yeah. I got surprised. I was just like, oh, <laughs> I thought this was gonna be like a fun, like, right, right. Woo, it's gonna be jokes. And I like- think this is one of the Marvel movies. I always try to mention the ones that I've seen in the theater. I hundred percent saw this in the theater. I was in Chicago at the time, uh, so I saw it in a theater in Chicago, and I think I I even got a little choked up because they do do a good job of really making you you sad that that the mom is dying. She gives him a present. Oh no, he's not playing a video game. He's listening to the Walkman. Yeah. Yeah. Walkman is a huge fucking thing in this movie. Um, a lot of people after this movie came out sort of griped about it because they were like, there's no way that a cassette tape 
would last that long, like like thirty years later, that it would still be playing fine in this Walkman. And where did he get batteries for it? Like he's in space, all this kind of shit There's about the space batteries. Space. Question, yeah, <laughs> come on, it's Keep a movie. Dream alive. It's yeah, a Marvel yeah, yeah. movie. There's always holes. And um, yeah, and uh, oh, another another thing to point out is that um, she, the mom says uh, to him like, oh, when your dad, she keeps mentioning the dad that the dad. I, was like, I said, will we ever see his dad? Uh oh, Jamie knows, but uh, we just Don't might see that. Tell me. Uh, yeah, that's a thing. And later on, in the, like towards the end of the movie, they they the Ravagers is it the Ravagers or the Reaver, Ravagers? Uh, the the sort of uh, clan that that Quill belongs to. They say like, oh, remember when we first picked him up to because his dad wanted us to get him. Oh yeah. So so yeah, that remember that because yeah, the dad. Uh, no no spoilies, but is definitely going to uh, be a show up. I figured. A plot point. I figured uh, later on uh, in the series. So mm-hmm. so cool. So um yeah, he uh, he he runs away. He's sad. He the mom wants him to hold the hand like shit like that. Man, it's uh. But he gets you. It's not. It's not the beginning of up uh, level sadness. Oh, I can't, <laughs> can't even talk about it. Can't even talk about it. But uh, but it's yeah. It's for <laughs> for for a movie. Yeah, like like you said, that's supposed to be. Kind of a fun ride, you know. It's a it's a it's a light popcorn movie. Yeah, it starts out pretty uh pretty bummer. I think that's what I liked about it. It you know got yeah. you emotionally it's got, invested it's, it's and then some, it made you laugh. It's got Definitely. some meat on its bones, yeah. which uh, which I like. And uh, he he can't take it. He 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 won't accept that his mom is dying. He does take the present though. He doesn't open it. That's another thing. Doesn't uh, open it for a long ass does, time. Doesn't open it for thirty <laughs> fucking years. Uh, and then runs away and is immediately abducted by space aliens. Immediately. <laughs> Which uh, is yeah. I, I remember the first time I saw it I was like, oh wow, they're just they're just jumping right in with this shit. No. Um, which uh, which which is interesting and and fun and yeah. It's it, I like that they kind of keep it at a at a a. a a tight clip, and then uh, and then we flash forward um, to uh, to Peter Quill, the adult Peter Quill. We don't see his face at first, but he's walking along. What did you guys think of the overall look of of him with his like mask and his jacket? Like, did you do you think it was Jamie? We'll start with you. Did you kind of like the overall uh, appearance of of Star Lord as he as he is later known? I thought it was pretty cool. I mean, like I think he it definitely looks like he had his own twist on it. It it kind it makes him look more yeah. of that galaxy kind of like. Yeah. Yeah. Spacey feel. It's, it's a cool. I liked that. Yeah, right? yeah. and the mask. Yeah, I like the mask. Jesse, were you? Uh, did you have any thoughts about the overall? Uh, since you're I, a fashion expert, I <laughs> fashion. Um, no, I liked it. I agree. I like the mask. I like how it was yeah. that spacey. Yeah, yeah. Galaxy mm-hmm. feel. I, I and I, I knew it was Chris Pratt. Yeah. So I was excited. I, <laughs> right, right, right. I, I, I do like a good duster, a good long ass jacket. That that you know, it, it does kind of add that. Uh, not Matrix, but you know, I guess it is a little kinda, Matrix. Yeah, kind of Matrixy. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's just that that's sort of your classic, you know, like gunslinger type uh, type outfit. So yeah, that was cool. And uh, yeah, he lands on this planet. He's looking for something we don't know. There's they kind of jump into a lot of shit in this movie and don't really quite explain it, like how he knew to go to this planet or what. Right. I think I think you're kind of led to believe that his again his clan, the Ravagers. Got the assignment, but then he just why he decided to go off on it. It's like who cares, um, whatever. But uh, yeah, that opening scene, I and he's I, like dancing. He's and dancing. We, to his that's Walkman. when we get the first. Yep, we get the get first funky. taste of the uh, yeah the old uh, the the soundtrack. We can we can talk about that. Oh, the is, soundtrack was amazing. Oh yeah. yeah, it's really great. A lot of old set, and it's you know it's supposed to, it's under the guise of these were the songs that his mom loved and are on the the awesome I liked mix. That. 
yeah, yeah, and that's uh, yeah that that I think is a fun uh, sort of departure from from the other movies, especially the la- I, I I really like the Winter Soldier, the one Jamie before this, yeah. but it's probably one of the more serious uh, of the of the Marvel movies. So so this is kind of a fun little uh, little little departure from from yeah. that. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So he's he's walking around, he's kicking lizards. Jamie, I know you're an animal lover. I don't know if you were offended uh, <laughs> by him kicking and grabbing them and singing into their faces. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that was on apparently when they were filming a lot of times when they have music in movies like you, they're, they're not actually playing the music when they're doing the scene right. but um, I was watching a behind the scenes thing and that the director really wanted that so that every scene sort of had the same mood and would go along with the soundtrack yeah. so uh, so yeah so they were playing that uh, that song and Chris Pratt was you know sort of dancing around and and uh, yeah, that was fun. It so he's wandering through these ruins. We don't really know much about this planet, what no. the deal is, um, whatever. Mm-hmm. But he's looking for this orb, um, and uh, eventually finds it using a bunch of science gadgets and shit. Right. Um, did any of those stick out to you guys? There's one. He there's one like there's some little thing that he throws on the when the when the bad guys show up. Uh, Digimon Houston is one of one of them. Um, do you guys know who that is? Uh, he was the guy with like the weird cybernetic things on the side of his head. And um, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. best known. Did you ever see Blood Diamond with uh, Leonardo yes. DiCaprio? He's in yes. that. He's in Amistad. That was like his oh, first okay. big movie. He's been in a lot of stuff. Um, but yeah, he was the guy who, who um, you know, asked like, "Who are you?" And he's like, "I'm Star Lord." And he's like, "Who? Who yeah. the fuck?" Is? And he's yeah. like, "Come on, man, I'm Star. Don't you know that?" You know uh, who I am. Yeah, that that was fun. Chris Pratt through this whole movie. Um, we we can we can talk about just Star Lord uh, in general. He has this this sort of dichotomy where he's kind of an idiot, but then there are certain points where he's kind of a badass, yeah. and it's like this he has swag. This constantly, yeah, yeah he like has sh- swag, swag, but kind of right. like. It's kind of like um, yeah. his character on Parks and Rec, where a he has bit. swag, but not he's quite still as dumb as, not as, as Andy. Dumb. No, he's not as dumb as <laughs> he's a Andy. Dorky. He's a yeah, dorky. he's kind of like yeah. dorky, but like he does have that swag, yeah. which is like, and it's hard to imagine, especially now that he's he's two well, well four movies in because he's in we won't say what other movies he's in. No spoilers for Jesse, <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, he's he's in a bunch of these now, and it's hard to imagine it being somebody else. But uh, let me let me take you guys through some of the other people that were considered. Um, this is not there. There was a long list, but these are just a few. Um, one of them is Lee Pace, who um, is not necessarily a household name, but he's the guy who actually w- played Ronin, uh, the bad guy. So he was actually considered oh, okay. for for Star Lord. Oh, wow. um, he, uh, I was saying to Jesse, I don't know if you th- th- this show is probably before your time, Jamie. There was a show called Pushing Daisies. Um, it's good. You should watch it. It's good. It's on. It's on Amazon if you're looking for something. Nice. Uh, but uh, he was the main character on that. That's where I kind of knew him from. I was surprised. Yeah, when you yeah. Because he that looks fact. a lot different. Donald with all told the me fucking, this like. 20 yeah. minutes ago and I was like whoa I <laughs> right. did not realize that was who that uh, was <laughs> so he was uh, he was considered and they obviously liked him but not enough to play Star-Lord but enough to yeah. play the bad guy at least um, and and uh, another another spoiler alert that bad guy might show up in, in another movie too I'm not hmm. gonna say whoa. Um, yeah. so he was considered uh, another actor was a British actor named Jim Sturgis who again not super well known but have either of you seen the Beatles movie Across the Universe yes he, do you know what I'm talking about Jamie yeah, I've heard of the movie but I don't remember his face right now. Yeah, he's out of my college campus. Uh, yeah, he was the main sort of uh, love interest guy in that movie, so he was considered um, another another British actor, Eddie Redmayne, who is best known now as being in the new Harry Potter, the Fantastic Beast Harry oh, Potter movies. Oh, yes. He's the main guy in that. He's 
Newt Scaramonger or whatever the fuck his name is in that in that movie. Those movies are not great, but uh, but I like him. He's he's a good yeah, actor. He's he was good. considered um, probably the best known um, uh, that I think you guys would know would be Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Uh, <gasps> was been considered. An interesting choice. I I love Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah. I don't know if he he. he I, I like him, but I can't necessarily see him doing the more wacky stuff yeah. in this I, movie. I, I, I guess. 500 Days of Summer. He was very true. like wacky That's a good point, Jamie. That's true. There's very the dorky. Dance scene. Yeah. I loved him. Yeah, I, I yeah, fell in yeah. love with him in that. That's a great movie. Um, I fell in love with him in... Uh, Ten things I hate about you. Oh, Ooh. sure, sure. Yeah, he's been, dude. He's been around for a long time because he was yeah. in Angels in the Outfield. Do you remember that? Yeah, he's, oh, he's, yeah. Been, he's been around for like fucking like thirty years. Yeah, he's, he's like he still down to earth. Oh, and, like, yeah, yeah. Still a very he seems like a gentleman. Yeah, he seems I was very say, chill. He, I, I don't I like, know him by the way, guys. <laughs> I wish just <laughs> no, no, no. Just, like, just from, in my uh, dreams just, only. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. And then and then the last one that I'll mention is I'm Zachary Levi, who Jesse we talked about in the Thor episode. He was one of Thor's bros, and he Jamie did you. You uh, watch Marvelous Mrs. Maisel at all? The um, Amazon comedy show. You should because it's amazing. I've heard about it's it. Really I've good. seen it's it, but marvelous. I've never watched it. It's good. He's um he had a he had a sort of guest role on that in the oh, last he's season. The boyfriend on he's the last the, season. Yes, yeah. Spoily. He's the guy who um that she kind of <laughs> she kind of dates briefly um while her family is like on vacation. Another in the, the Catskills. Yes, yes. So he was considered. Um yeah yeah. So all those people and and Chris Pratt the 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 Pratt rises to the top guys. The winner. Um, he was great. Winner, and, uh, winner, chicken dinner. Yeah, you know it. You know it. Um, so yeah, so he uh, he finds the orb. Who cares what? Why he's there or what the? Well, let's just keep going. The uh, bad guys come and then there's a whole fun. Uh, Jamie, when we when we go over the action sequences, we kind of brush by them because it's hard to really zero in on any one thing. That right. He's got the the rocket boots. He's got he's using all kinds I, of I shit. Thought the rocket boots are cool. Yeah, it had a fun mm-hmm. kind of Indiana Jones esque, you know, adventurer escaping, and he gets on his uh, spaceship. The Milano, uh, which was cool. Did you guys like the like his uh, like his spaceship? I liked his yeah. spaceship. I thought, I thought, it, was thought cool. it was really cool. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't like they, super fancy, which I really yeah. liked. Yeah, they there's a thing in science fiction where Star Wars kind of started it, where they call like like a lived in world, yeah. where it's kind of there's like some grime to it and some dust, yeah. and it looks like people actually live here. Whereas science fiction, you know, in the in like the 50s and 60s was all like super clean yeah, and everything, everything was slick. yes, yes. Yeah. Whereas this was more like hey, I people like actually yeah, yeah live here. And uh, and yeah, apparently the the direct James Gunn also wrote this movie, the director, and so he put a lot of um, a lot of time and energy into like making the the world believable and and all that. And I think he did a good job. I think the 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 sort of production design, the art design, he of the made movie us is, a true believer. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, moving on. So, yeah, he escapes on a ship. We find out that he's got, this is where we find out that he's a bit of a cad, guys, a bit of a ladies' man, because there's, oh, he while he's having this dramatic escape, you know, this 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 pink chick uh, sticks her head out of the uh, out of the, the bedroom area or whatever, and it's like, what's going on? And he's like, oh, I just forgot you were here, because I'm <laughs> Star-Lord, and I bang anything that moves. But he's not like Thor, where girls just, like, get fall weak and, and drown. Fall. Fall. She, that, that's something that we Right. We've we've noticed Jamie rewatching Thor movies is that every woman who comes in into even contact his with mother, Thor, even his mom in, in the like, dark oh. room, it's just like, oh. <laughs> uh, <they're> just like <laughs> I mean he's dreamy I get it yeah 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 uh, cool so so yeah so now he's got the orb that's sort of the big plot point of this we find out that the the bad guys are working for this guy Ronan the accuser who who will who will get to um in a short bit. Uh, he, um, let me see where I am. Uh, yeah, 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 blah, blah, blah. 
Uh, oh, so then he's uh, he's escaping, and that's when we first meet Yondu, who was the blue guy, who was the leader of the uh, yes. the the Ravagers. Um, we kind of, and that's where we kind of get an inkling. Okay, so he was clearly part of this group, and now he's escaping, and they're all pissed off at him. So now we find out that not only are the bad guys chasing him, but also his ex family, all these uh, these re- Ravagers. I don't know why. I, I think in the movie. Um, uh, Serenity, which was based on the TV show Firefly. The bad guys were called Reavers, and that's why I want to keep calling them Reavers. Both of you are looking at me like I'm a crazy person, yep, so I'm going to show Because we have no, no idea what you're talking you about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's also, so, so yeah, that's also where we first meet um, sort of the rest of the, the Ravager crew, and that's where we meet Kirk. Uh, I don't I should have written down what his character's name is. He but had like a little mohawk. He's got a mohawk, oh. and he's, uh, yeah, yeah, and all of them kind of are different, you know, it's not like they're all one species of alien or whatever they're all right. there they're a ragtag group of their I, I guess it's supposed to be kind of like pirates like essentially like thugs that's what yeah. I was thinking yeah, yeah. 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 kind of like thug, thug group. pirates right and Jamie you can and Jamie <laughs> I, I, I'm assuming that you've seen the volume two of Guardians of the Galaxy where I feel like yes. they get a little bit more into the that culture because there yeah. are other Reaver rap god damn it Ravager groups <laughs> we'll just I'm call them Reavers for now just, 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 like, just the R just like the R cross, guys cross giants oh right right yeah the, 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 there were the frost giants Jamie and um, <laughs> Thor in the first Thor movie mm-hmm. and Jesse thought they were the cross giants and that's what I thought they um, said so, so we were like our, we made a joke that they're the that cross giants funny, the cross giants yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, so, so yeah now this is uh, and you know there's a lot of kind of like quick one minute scenes where we find out all this different stuff stuff and um, this is also where we meet uh, Ronan um, he's on this giant did you like the the design of the evil spe- I just kept calling it the evil spaceship even though they're I think it's called the dark aster mm-hmm. um, but I thought it was cool how it has like the it, it kind of like twists and kind of does all that, yeah. that cool yeah. kind of shit yeah I liked that but you could tell it was a villainous ship exactly yeah it, was, yeah. it just looks you have evil. to yeah. you wouldn't get it confused no right, right. <laughs> right. you're not going to see missionaries uh, right. uh, going around <laughs> on the on the dark aster sure 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 and uh, and this is also where we meet uh, Nebula, who is um, uh, Gamora's sister. Are you going to tell me who that actress uh, is? Yes. Well, we actually, I should say we meet Gamora and Nebula because they're they are daughters of Thanos. Who Jesse? Don't forget that fucking name because that guy is going to be a real pain in the ass later Uh-oh. on. Oh, he um, seemed like a pain in the ass uh, already. Yes, you have yes. No idea. Yep, yep, yep. Don't no spoilers. No spoilers. Um, and uh, and yeah, so we meet uh, Gamora, and they seem like you know that they're evil too. They're skulking around. Uh, so Gamora, Jesse, uh, is played by an actress named Karen Gillum, uh, and you would probably best know Gamora her from... Gamora or Nebula? Uh, Nebula, the blue... Because Gamora is Zoe Saldana. Gamora is uh, Zoe Saldana, yes, yes, yes. Uh, go, God damn it. <laughs> Nebula, uh, the actress's name is Karen Gillum, and she uh, is pretty much unrecognizable in this movie, not only because she has all the blue shit, but she has a shit, and she she straight up shaved her head for this movie, and she was most recently, most well-known, Jamie, I don't know if you saw um, the most recent Jumanji movie with The Rock. Yes, I did. She is the main uh, female in that movie, the The long redhead. The redhead, that makes sense. She's big eyes. Yep, yep, yep. (laughs) Wow, she uh, shaved her head. Dedication. She, her head. she looks familiar and to me. I was trying a, to figure it out. Yeah, she's another character who, sh- who who again shows up in a lot a lot more um, of the movies going on, and another character that I that I like more and more as she shows up in more movies. Definitely, because in this she doesn't get much more to do than 
then, you know, bitch at uh, Zoe Saldana and, and be mad that she's sort of the... Although the Thanos at one point does say, like, you alienated my favorite daughter, Gamora. And oh, I remember that. Right she's like, hey. And, hey, uh, yeah. what's um, up? Excuse Thanks, me. Yeah. Um, side note, in uh, <laughs> Xenon, Girl of the 21st Century, if anyone remembers Disney that, Channel, yeah. her best friend's name is Nebula. It was Raven. Simone oh, played her yes. best. She played Nebula oh, in the first one. I and then the that. actress changed in the second one. Yeah, yeah I hate But her name was that. also... Like, you can't just yeah, replace yeah, yeah. Some black girl with another black girl. Like that's <laughs> right? not how it works. Even though the Marvel did that, realize the it, Marvel guys. movies did do that with um, with uh, Rhodey. With because um, remember, Terrence Howard played uh, uh, Tony Stark's best friend in the first movie. Yes. Although I've heard that Terrence Howard, you're, you're a Empire fan, right? I love Empire. I was gonna say I've heard that I, I've never met the man, so I don't know what he's like. But I've heard that Terrence Howard is a little bit of a of a tough um, person to work with, and that was one of the reasons why they replaced him with Don Cheadle, who uh, uh, who who I love. I love Don yeah, Cheadle. I love Don um, cool. Yeah. So let's move on. Uh, so basically, we we kind of get the crux of the movie um, in these first ten minutes, where there's an orb. It's really powerful. A bunch of people want it, and uh, and now Chris Pratt has it. He's going to go try to sell it. Um, we also get these. We get a lot of like space politics. I call it very quickly in the movie, which is where we find out that there are uh, there is Xandar and there is Kree. That these are two planets or, or, or yeah. groups of people or whatever, yeah. and they were at war, but now they're at peace. But Ronin is sort of like it's kind of like uh, Ronin is like the Taliban if if the Kree were were you know like you know Pakistan or something like that. Yeah. He's sort of like a crazy radical. The normal Kree are nice people, just like normal Muslims, I'm sure, are very nice people um, over there. <laughs> and, but there are some who, who are like Osama. He's like the Osama bin Laden. He's like space bin Laden, guys. Whoa, uh, space you know what? bin Laden. One bin Laden's bad enough, but, but uh, two. But one in space is even exactly. worse. Fuck Mm-mm. that. So, so yeah, that's the uh, that's the uh, the crux that we can get from that. And then um, we find out that, uh, that Quill now has uh, a price on his head because the Ravagers said, hey, put out a bounty on him. So that's when uh, we meet uh, for the first time uh, our good buddies Rocket and Groot on Xandar Yay. because uh, yeah yeah and uh, yeah we both said that uh, we like them um, love love both those characters uh, I think Bradley Cooper does a Bradley Cooper is of course the voice yeah. of Rocket yeah. um, think he he does a good job Rocket's kind of an interesting he's kind of like the dick of the group because especially like there's the part um, towards the middle of the movie where they think Gamora's dead because her ship blew up and she's oh, floating out yeah. of space and Rocket's just like there's nothing we can do let's just go and he turns his little <laughs> ship around um, just like after like two minutes and it's just like okay well who gives a shit uh, he's kind of the the, the well, jaded seems, one I was just gonna say he's jaded it yeah. feels yeah. like he, you know he's and been you, left too many times he doesn't have yeah. friends like real he friends he doesn't trust a lot of people he doesn't trust yeah. people and you do kind of feel like there's the part where when they first go to the prison which we'll get to in a minute um, where they're putting on like their their prison clothes and you see that he's got like got all these plugs and shit in his back and he's all dripping wet because they spray him down with goo to like, I don't know. Yeah. Why. To like sanitize? I don't know. Exactly. Again, we'll we'll get to that. But but yeah, so so and then when they get drunk and he's freaking out and saying everybody thinks I'm just, you know, this this this, this vermin or whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So so yeah, they they do a good even Groot, who only says I am Groot, you still I, and that's like easiest lines to memorize. But you just right. gotta remember when what line is coming before <laughs> yeah. you. Yeah. I what mean, were you gonna say, Jamie? He says it in his own way, yeah. which is I think 
just being able to be such a standout character and say one word right. yeah. is something something magical. Yeah, and a fun fact that I remember from uh, the behind-the-scenes stuff about this movie is that um, Vin Diesel, obviously, is uh, the voice of Groot, which, as, as Jesse said, probably made a million dollars just to... Uh, just maybe saying, not that much. I but am Groot. Just but for, he said it in different ways, but which is... But apparently, so like James Jamie Gunn... Said. Yeah, James Gunn, the, um, the, the writer-director, he wrote out what Groot would be saying... Um, um, in those parts. So like when he, there's one part where he says, I am Groot and Rocket's like, I know they're the only friends we have. Yeah. So he would have, James Gunn would have written out that Groot, although he says, I am Groot, what he's trying to convey trying to is like, we can't abandon our friends or whatever. And then Vin Diesel would, you know, translate that into sort of the tone that he yeah, said, I right. am Groot in, which, which is, which I think you yeah. you'd get from and his performance. I love the fact that they were able to communicate because Absolutely. they're both like, yeah. He's an animal. He's a he's a tree, he's a tree. sort of, and like a root, or yeah, you know, yeah. and it's amazing. Yeah, one that. thing I wish is I wish that they got because because uh, and and this isn't a huge spoiler, Jesse, but but the, you they never really explain how those two people met each other right. or what their sort yeah, of history is. I, was I wish that, I, I think that would be fun. Yeah, Maybe sometimes they yeah. do like like comic books or they do like little short like film type things to, yeah. to, to sort of flesh out characters. I don't know if they've done anything with that with those two, but but yeah, but I mean it's adorable. They are kind of like this it, it reminded me of like a cartoon dog and a cartoon cat where the cat is the smart one, but the dog is like big and strong and like yeah. the muscle of it. Exactly. Um, so, so yeah, it's uh yeah, that the, those two characters are great. A lot of fun. We meet them as they're looking for, for Peter Quill on Xandar. Uh, Xandar um, looked like uh, J- uh, Jamie. We are both from Orlando, Florida uh, originally. <laughs> so uh, it, it looked like Tomorrowland yeah. at Disney to me. <laughs> because it really, or like a mall or like, you know, a nice mall where it's yeah. like, I'm sure that they only had like that one set, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so they had to make the most with what they had. Or just like a futuristic city. Like, I mean, like, yeah. remember the sure. movie Her where it like showed oh, yeah, absolutely. LA in the future where yes. it was like you could take the metro right. all the way to Santa Monica? That oh, was I don't like mind blowing. <laughs> like, at that time, you couldn't, you had to take a car to get, you know, there's just yeah. like. That's what it made me think of in her, how it was just, like, so futuristic yeah. where you didn't need to, like, drive in traffic. Sure, right? sure, sure, sure. actually get where you wanted by yeah. Metro. And, it, and, and, yeah, and so Xandar, we see, is populated with, with a bunch of... All the aliens in this movie, the only thing that differentiates aliens from human beings is that they are a different color. <laughs> there, yeah. Are, yeah. there are pink people, there are green people, there blue are yellow people, people there are blue people, uh, but none of them have, like, extra arms or, like, shit. The, there's right. the one guy who runs, like, the pawn shop or whatever who's got, like, weird eyebrows and shit, but other than that, they're mostly just human-shaped people that are just, yeah. you know, which is fine. I mean, y- you don't have to get crazy with, with that kind of stuff. Um, anyway, so yeah, Chris Pratt's trying to sell it. He can't sell it. Everyone's afraid because they know that Ronan, the scary guy, is uh, is after it. And this is where all the characters kind of converge because... Um, he he meets up with uh, Gamora. She tries to steal the orb. They have a little. Uh, they have, they a, have little a little tussle. twisty fight where I they feel do. like she's a little bit like Black Widow. Oh where yeah, she's yeah, twisty. she definitely. All like the female assassin characters in these movies. Uh, it feels like always have like this crazy like kung fu shit where they're they're they're. I, I called it twisty fighting, Jamie. Yeah. Um, especially with Black Widow and the other because she's always mm-hmm. like she like put a guy in a headlock and then twist her legs like around his front and then do a flip and he'll fucking yeah, fly. Yeah, like, Gamora was doing like, the, the same. Thing where I was like, dang, girl. 
<laughs> yeah. So they have that, and uh, yeah, it's kind of, and that's a fun. It's not a huge action sequence, but she, um, like, there's one part where I think she she gets the orb. She's trying to run away, and doesn't he throw like some kind of rope thing that like wraps yeah, around her legs, yeah. and then all kinds of shit is going. Oh, we missed the Stan Lee cameo. I was by just the way. gonna say that uh, we have to mention the Stan Lee cameo oh, and everything. Every I know. R.I.P. R.I.P. The man himself. Oh my god. Uh, he's just um, one of when when Rocket and Groot are looking for They're Peter, and they've got some kind of like yeah. binocular things or whatever. They see him just standing there talking. And they're like, "Where's your wife?" Because he's like talking to some lady. Yeah, Yeah. he's clearly he's truly clearly trying to trying to step out on his his wife. (laughs) Uh So uh, yeah, and then um, uh, Peter gets uh, zapped by uh, Groot and Rocket. They shoot him with some kind of uh, space gun or whatever the fuck. Yeah, and uh, yeah, we don't have to get into it. Basically, all that happens in this is that they all get arrested: Gamora, Peter, uh, Groot, and Rocket. uh, All four of them. Uh, get arrested by space uh, cops or whatever. They're like floaty, like drone things or whatever. And uh, they get sent off to the kiln, uh, which is uh, this this crazy space prison, um, which uh, which was fun. I mean, I, I liked it. We, we already talked about how they kind of get processed. Yeah, right. And they get, they, they have a very tasteful ab shot. Did you like the, did you ladies like the uh, the Chris Pratt uh, shirtless? Yes, uh, I did. He's I, worked really hard, you know. I just want to appreciate it. I, yeah. <laughs> I did, no, I did too. Andy Dwyer no more. Well, because it's funny, because on Parks and Recreation, which was only, he was filming this while Parks and Re- in fact, they make a joke about it in Parks and Recreation, because I think they filmed this over a summer when, like, the show was taking a break, and Andy was always kind of known as being, like, a sh- not, not, like, fat, but, like, right. schlubby, he had a little out of shape, like, yeah, and it was literally, yeah. like, between season, like, five and six or something like that, like, all of a sudden, he's super, like, svelte, and, and, and uh, it's actually Adam Scott who makes a joke where he's like, wow, you lost a lot of weight, man, and then Andy says like, oh yeah, I stopped drinking beer, and he's like, and then and then Adam Scott is like, how much beer were you drinking? Oh I, yes, uh, I remember so, that. So yeah, that's uh, we we can we can want Jesse and I often fall asleep to Parks and Recreation. That's yeah, sort of our sleepy time show. Sure, sure. Um, so uh, yeah, Chris Pratt, good for him, and and yeah, I, again, I, I I I like him, so I'm not jealous that he's uh, got ripped abs or looks like he could bench press. Yeah, at but you least look two. like Thor, so exactly. Doesn't Donald look like Thor? Um, let's not get into this again, Jesus. Oh Louise. Uh, one okay, of my favorite well, we'll parts. We'll talk about it later. Uh, one, uh, yeah, we'll fight about it later. Um, and uh, <laughs> I'm just I joking. To, I know. Jeez. I'm joking with you too. I know. I'm one of my around. one of my favorite parts of the um, of them getting processed is when they kind of go through each of them and kind of describe what they. That's where John C. Riley. He has a little. He he probably worked for two days on this movie. Uh, do you know who John C. Riley is? Have you seen Step Brothers? Jamie. Yes. yes. He's he's the guy opposite Will Ferrell. He's the other Step Brother who's in the and he's been in a guy. lot of stuff. Ton oh, yeah. of stuff. One of my favorite actors. He's a lot of fun. Yeah, he's great. Um, yeah, he kind of goes through and he's like, oh, this is Groot. He's a tree man and he's, you know, this and that or, or, or the other. Um, Rocket, we find out, is is he's not a raccoon. He is some sort of alien species that just looks like a raccoon, raccoon. who's right. been genetically modified. Gamora, we find out, is, you know, a super assassin. And then Peter Quill, we find out, is just an earthling who, who you know, yeah. uh, is part of the Ravagers or whatever. Which he does funny. the funny thing where he does the middle finger, like the cranking up the middle finger, <laughs> oh. which I like. Um, we were going to watch this. We were going to watch this on like um like TNT or what you know how you can like yeah. get the on demand but I was like if we watch that we're not they gonna probably I, think they say, that. I think they say shit like twice 
in this movie and and the middle finger part is not in it. And that's probably the only thing because otherwise this movie could be PG. Yeah. Um, there's not a lot of blood. There's not a lot of sex or anything like that. No. So it's um, it's a lot of like adult yeah. jokes, but like so yeah. does, but, but yeah. so does SpongeBob SquarePants. So. <laughs> totally. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Oh, another big actor um, in this movie that that again probably worked for, for less than a week is Glenn Close. She was like the older lady, the white haired lady who sort of runs the the Xandar, the Nova Corps was what they were called. Um, she's cool. I like her. She's uh, she's been in some yeah, good stuff. Yeah, she's great. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, they they go into the kiln. They get they get the orange juice shower, is what I called it, because it looks like they're spraying them with oh, uh, like yeah. Gatorade or with, something. Like, right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. Water totally. sucks. It right. really, really sucks. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So then they get put in the prison. Um, this is a very loose prison, guys. Not doesn't seem to be a lot of order to what they're doing or no, where they're not staying. At all. Yeah. Because Gamora has her own cell, but then and later on we see that Chris Pratt is just sleeping like in a room with like fifty other people who are like spooning him. Like it's yeah. super weird. <laughs> Definitely. Um, yeah, that was uh, yeah, that little, was kind of uh, funny. Jail and this orgy. Is, yeah, but I also yeah. wonder if they knew who she was. They, they did. They probably knew that that she was yeah. Thanos' daughter. Oh, right. And so she's like, well, I remember when they got in there, everyone was like yelling mm. at her and like trying yeah. to get at her and like saying yeah, stuff. Yeah, saying, oh, we're gonna kill you, because 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 Thanos and and Ronan are are big evil space people and uh, yeah killed a lot of the, and, and rocket even says like oh a lot of these people's fan a lot of these people i'm trying to do a rocket voice like it's kind of new yorky um yeah uh, <laughs> that uh, yeah so, cooper before a star yeah is born. and so um chris pratt I, I don't, why does he save her i think he's just he he knows oh because she knows the person that they can sell the orb to yeah. that's yeah. why she wants to save her right because then and and this guy's is where we get my favorite character da 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 drax the destroyer shows up. Yeah. Um, now that we're talking about Drax, um, I remember before we started doing this, Jamie, I was kind of kind of um, taking Jesse through some of the characters, and I was explaining to Jesse how the the thing how Drax takes everything literally, and how yeah. that's one of my favorite things about him. My, well, probably my favorite line in the entire movie is is later on in this prison sequence where. Where they're like, oh, uh, you know, it's, it's going to go right over his head. And Drax is like, nothing goes over my head. My reflexes are too quick. I would catch it. I fucking love that. That is so fucking funny to me. Uh, so, yeah, Drax is one of my favorites. Fun fact, guys. Um, there were a couple other actors who, who were kind of le- lesser known. Um, but uh, but one of the guys, I love Dave Bautista, who plays, who plays Drax. I think he does a great job. But there was one guy who was considered who I think might have been almost as good. And that is Mr. Jason. Momoa, who was yes. um, uh, he was uh, Cal Drogo uh, in um, Aquaman. He's Aquaman. He's, he's I, beautiful. Oh, he's, he's very beautiful. I, I'm as as straight as the day is long, but I would still say if he if he was like, come on, man, come back to my, I'd be like, all right, let's do it. Um, because yeah, he's. I think a lot of people would he's yeah. jump a on that slice train. of man meat right there. Uh, yeah, so Jason Momoa, who's and he's really fun. I saw Aquaman and I thought he was really funny in that. that. He's, he's good in um in, in pretty much everything. So I I wouldn't. It's hard to imagine somebody else playing him, but if there was one other muscular actor out there who mm-hmm. I think could pull it off, uh, he probably could have. So, so yeah. So that's a, that was cool. Um, yeah. This is so. This is when we first meet Drax. He's gonna kill Nev. He's gonna kill. Oh, God damn it! He's I'm gonna going keep to kill Gamora. 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 God, these fucking names. Um, Gamora. <laughs> and uh, and then yeah, as we said, Quill kind of talks him out of it because they're going to uh, sell the orb, and 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 Drax just wants to kill Ronan, so he's gonna tag along because he knows that Ronan's gonna be after the 
orb. That is another one of my favorite lines. Is um, he he's gonna slit Gamora so that that he does the the throat slit thing. Yes. That's when we first find out about him. Uh, not uh, that was a fun bit. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. He's he's, he's just a fun weird character. <laughs> and, and he then, also uh, is emotional because he's, yeah. you know he lost his wife, yeah. he lost yeah. his daughter, and that is like a his, really sad story. That's what's pushing yeah. him through the whole thing. For is sure, he wants for sure. To avenge, yeah, 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 Whoa. and um, yeah, seriously. And then that that has another one of my, most of my favorite lines in this movie are from Drax because that's when he like one of the other prisoners was going to kill Gamora and he had a knife and then Drax takes a knife and he's like I like this knife I'm keeping it and the guy was like that's my, that's that my favorite knife uh, I don't know why that's no just that was like, funny I, I remember that part seeing too. that in the theater yeah. and and busting a gut laughing uh, at that shit uh, yeah yeah so everybody's teaming up now though now all the guardians are together even though they're not the guardians yet and they decide hey we actually before before they escape we we have a short scene this is where we see than not for the first time we actually see thanos for the first time in a mid-credit scene i think is after the avengers yeah he doesn't say anything because i don't think they had an actor to voice him yet uh but uh but he does kind of you just see somebody talking to him and him turning around and you kind of are like oh shit we know the comic book fans knew who that was but this is right. the first I movie where not. yeah either. i was gonna say this is the first movie in the mcu where he is a character he has he lines. has lines uh, he's voiced by Josh Brolin. Um, Jesse, do you know who that is? God, he's in a ton of stuff, but I'm trying to think of what you would know him from I'll off the top up. of my head. I'll look him up later. He's, um, ugh, fuck, I, yeah, I was going to say, did you see No Country for Old Men? Probably not. Maybe. A long time ago. I was gonna, he's yeah, the main character. He's ago. the main guy in that, not um, Javier Bardem, who is the, the villain, but he's sort of the main hero of that movie. It doesn't matter. Um, anyway, so um, that's where we first meet Thanos, and we see that's where he that's where he has the favorite daughter line, uh, and uh, he sends uh, he basically says to Ronan and Nebula, "Hey, go find this orb because he want. Why does he want those orbs? Mm. Or why does he want those stones, Jamie? I guess You'll we'll find have out. To find that out later. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He wants these uh, <laughs> because uh, yeah, we find out later that inside the orb is an infinity stone. Which is what I thought once we found the orb. Yes, I was like, and this, this is, is an um, Infinity Stone. This is the, either the third or fourth one because the Tesseract, the blue uh, thing right. in the Avengers in Infinity Stone, the Ether, which was yep. in Thor the Dark World, is an Infinity Stone. Yep. And then um, this is probably the third one that we actually hear so. is an Infinity Stone. So, yeah, anyway. Right. Uh, cool, cool, cool. So, uh, yeah, remember that? Remember that purple guy? Uh, I said cool, cool, cool again. Yeah, you uh, cool, I just cool, love cool. Abed from Community so much, and that was his, like, catchphrase uh, in that show. Oh, after we watched that, I would say that all the time at work, and right. people who didn't watch Community <laughs> thought it was something yeah. that I just, like, coined, and I was like, no, yeah. I, I got it from Abed. Yeah. Uh, so then we get um, we get the uh, the big escape scene um, from the, uh, it, it's fun how they're, like, planning it out. Yeah. And, and then, then Groot Ryan, just, like. Groot fucks it all up by immediately <laughs> taking, which is fun. I, I like, liked that. Yeah, yeah, it was. This was. This kind of goes back to what I was saying earlier about Chris Pratt being half idiot, half like badass. Because everyone else gets like a complicated task. Like Gamora has to get. I can't remember what she has to do, but all Chris Pratt has to do is get the guy's leg. And while everybody else is like having fights, That's they just cut hilarious. to Chris Pratt chatting with like the guy, and the guy's just like, "Wait, you need my leg? What the fuck?" Um, yeah. Which uh, which was fun. and then that was fun. Them later talking about it when yeah. uh, Rocket was like, "Oh, I didn't actually need his leg." Yeah, yeah. yeah and he was like, and he was like, 
what? Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, so in typical Marvel action scene uh, fashion, you know, it's just a bunch of shit going on at once. Uh, I'm trying to think. I, I liked, you know, there's a part where Rocket is climbing on Groot and the and Drax throws the gun to him and he just starts going nuts and spinning around and shooting yeah. shit. That's fun. Um, Gamora's doing all her crazy uh, kung fu shit and, and knocking twisty. people off the twisty fighting off the catwalks and all that. And um, they eventually wind up in like this tiny little uh, like guard tower type thing. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and then Rocket turns the the uh, the gravity off and everybody starts floating around and right. they're able to you know pilot it out. I don't know. Am I? Am I is, was there anything from the that that sequence? I'm, I I know we're skipping through it quick, but no, was fine. There? I was looking at my notes. I wrote somewhere that. One of the big guns was sweet, but I don't remember oh, which right. gun. I just wrote, <laughs> big, big gun, gun is sweet. sweet. We love big guns. Some of my notes is like, as I'm reading through, I'm like, right. this doesn't make sense. No, it's fine. I mean, if you, yeah. Because no. then after that, I'm like, Again. I was just kidding about the leg. <laughs> yeah, no, that's funny. That, that Yeah, that was hilarious where you find out. The, and then later on where he says that he needs the guy's eye and for the like, final. And he's like, do I really need his right. eye? Like, yeah, you do. <laughs> right. Yes. But I also think that, that those kind of um, little scenes are really important because it obviously makes you see that like they think like oh like we're badass I'm this like genetically modified alien she can like fight she's an assassin Groot's my boy (laughs) I already know him this guy's just a human like he doesn't like he's lesser than us like you automatically see that and get that feel right away which is really interesting (laughs) yeah 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 it does and they're bonding and there's yeah yeah, because it's tough I feel like in any medium of any introducing characters of of as you just said sort of getting to know them without them flat out saying like I am a I am a jaded raccoon person or I am a simple tree man like you just kind of see like the fact that Groot hears that he needs to get this battery and immediately grabs it kind of shows you his his sort of mindset or whatever yeah um so yeah oh that has another one of my favorite lines again with Drax where uh Chris Pratt calls him a walking thesaurus and he gets mad and he says, do not call me a thesaurus. Um, yeah, that, that, that was fun. So yeah. Uh, yeah. But the, the long and the short of it is that they escape. Um, they, yep. they get away. Um, Chris Pratt uh, has to go back for his Walkman at one point. The fucking Walkman oh, yeah. is, is always uh, meaningful. It's always a it. thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And then they have a little, uh, powwow on the ship because they, they get, um, Chris Pratt's ship back and they decide we got to go to this place nowhere. Um, which is kind of cool. It was like, yeah. they explained, it as it's like a dead giant alien that they're they're mining all of the genetic material for. I thought that was sort of an. I'm sure it's from the comic books, but I thought that yeah. was a cool, um, you know, idea for for a a space colony or whatever the fuck it was. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, this is. Uh, let me see where we are. Am I? Yeah, we kind of jump back and forth from a bunch of different characters at this point. But yeah, so Ronan finds out that they're so everyone's kind of on there. On their tail, uh, Yondu also finds out that he's he's heading to nowhere. So we know that Yondu and the Ravagers are after. This is where we first see Yondu's um, whistle arrow thing, uh, which yeah. I thought was really cool. Yeah, I thought that was really, really cool. Really cool. That's like a co- stealthy. As yeah, hell. yeah, yeah. And and later on in the movie, of course, we see it like really in action, like fucking up. I like, was waiting for that the whole time. Like yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. I just want to see this thing in action. The, the whist- I like that they teased us. Yeah, until yeah, later. yeah. They kind of introduce it because he because he does a whistle and it goes up to like a guy's throat, and so right. you see that it's clearly controlled by him whistling or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, we don't really see it truly in action until the end of the movie, and that's that's a super fun um, part. part. Uh, so yeah, so they get to nowhere. Um, we find out that it's kind of this grungy, sort of dangerous space uh, city or whatever, and um, there's a bunch of little ragamuffins running around, um, little beggar. <laughs> 
little beggar children. Uh, and Groot, this is, again, we get another kind of fun character thing without having to, uh, you know, hit people up the head with it. But Groot makes a little flower grow out oh, of his hand. He's such a cutie. Really cute. I love him. <laughs> Groot kind of is like like a like a, like a a lovable dog kind of character. Right. I, I, I think I said that earlier. But, yeah, he is like, there, there's not much to not like about Groot. He's, um, He's a he, simple he, man. He might he stab is. eight guys through the chest and then smash them against walls uh, later in the movie. But, hey, they're bad guys. So, and he also so grows flowers in his hand. I know. And, 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 and he grows, It's funny when he grows the leaf out of his shoulder and then he eats it. And it's like, what the fuck are you doing, man? Uh, yeah, that's, <laughs> He's got to eat. <laughs> that's so funny. So, yeah, this. Uh, so, yeah, while they're waiting to meet uh, the collector, we find out, played by Benicio Del Toro. They're waiting to meet him. Um, they all go get fucked up. They watch. Um, they're gambling. They're, I wrote Space Vegas. <laughs> Space Vegas. They're drinking like super strong alcohol. Yeah. Um, Groot and, uh, or I don't know if Groot gets drunk, but Rocket and, and Drax, Drax get, get fucked drunk, up and yeah. they get in the big fight. Oh, before that though is when we get a little, like, we got people getting a little close because um, oh, Gamora, yeah, Gamora and, and yeah, they're listening Pratt. to uh, uh, Fooled Around and Fell in Love. You know that song? Um, that was so That's beautiful. a song. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, and yeah, and they're about, they, they, their lips, we don't get they're a kiss. They're real close. Jamie, I thought it was going to happen. I Jamie, was, was going to give it a flame on. One of the things that we do in this movie is we rate the kisses. If is it a flame on or a flame off? Um, and uh, But there are no kisses in this movie. Well, that so almost kiss was a flame on. They, their lips are literally like half a centimeter apart. And then she puts the knife to it, so, which is fun. Sort of shows that Gamora. Yeah. Again, shows that Gamora. I kind of like that they didn't do it. I like that they didn't do it also. Yeah, and she kind of like, Says I know your reputation, Quill, and so so we kind of get the the inkling that yeah that he's a bit of a bit of a player. Yeah, everyone um, seems to know who he is. <laughs> yeah, and which is weird because interesting. Uh, because the bad guys at the beginning are like, who the fuck are you? So it's like some people know him, some <laughs> people some don't. People who knows know. what? Yeah, um, and then we get that that um, again. I was talking about when Rocket kind of freaks out, and that I liked that scene a lot where it does make you feel for that character where he's he's drunk and he's freaking out, and him and yeah. Drax are gonna shoot each other at I in the bar. I also liked when that. Moment Moment with Gamora and 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 Pratt, he makes a Kevin Bacon reference. He talks, oh, yeah, about, he talks about Footloose. He talks about Footloose, yeah. and I just thought that was like a fun little bit. Yeah, yeah. that's a, that's another thing because it, it happens throughout. Because later makes, she talks about yeah. it too. Yeah. Star Lord Chris Pratt makes a lot of like pop culture references. Definitely, and the thing is, it's like so dude, Amy Sherman Palladino. Definitely, and he and he. Um, but he only lived on Earth until he was, like, maybe 10. And he we don't know if he ever went back to Earth or not. He probably could have. We don't know. But, but it's kind of... He makes a lot because he calls a guy a ninja turtle at one point. It's oh, a lot of like eighties yeah. references, which you kind of which kind of makes sense because he was a kid in the eighties. Right. But some of it does make you think, like, wait a minute, why do you know? Like he calls. There's one part where Gamora says, "Oh, your ship is filthy," and she's like, "Oh, if she had a black light, this whole ship would look like a Jackson Pollock painting," which is a jerk off <laughs> reference, guys. Yeah, um, you know who Jackson Pollock is Jamie. He's the mm-hmm. artist who does the drip paintings. Um, he's dead now, but but mm-hmm. he uh, it's all his paintings are always just like splatters, like on on a canvas. And oh. so Chris Pratt was basically saying that 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 his, his character jerked off so much that there would be uh, jizz stains. I'm I'm just spelling it out for you, d- uh, true believers. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So anyway, doesn't matter. Uh, so then um, they they get their shit together. They go to meet the collector, um, who we actually saw at the end of Thor: The Dark World. Um, we meet him in one of the post credit scenes uh, because I don't remember this. Oh, it's fine. It, it doesn't matter. Um, that was uh, where we first hear the word Infinity Stone because he's yeah. the one who says because they bring the ether to him. I believe. Oh yeah. 
Uh, okay. Again, who cares? Um, and uh, and he kind of gives them a little science lesson about the Infinity Stone. This is where we first really hear a lot about what the Infinity Stones are, right. where they come from, what they do. Basically, they are sort of remnants of like the Big Bang, yep. and they're this concentrated energy, and uh, and they're super powerful, and only super powerful people can wield them, which is why right. when the pink um, servant girl or whatever grabs it, she, she blows the whole fucking uh, garage yeah, up or whatever crazy. they are. And, uh, and yeah, yeah, so that's, um, uh, yeah, so Jesse, I mean, you kind of got the gist of what they were and that these are important things, and they're probably going to come back later oh, in the yeah. movies. I well, the loved minute- the, um, the overall idea of the Infinity Stones yeah. and, like, connecting all of mm-hmm. Marvel together the way yeah. they did was so it's interesting. Very, it was so cool. And it, and it could have gone, I, I mean, all these movies could have gone off the rails, but, I mean, they kind of do deserve props for slowly introducing these things. Exactly. Not like, like you kind of get an inkling of it in, in Thor The Dark World and you kind of get an inkling of it in the Avengers and then it's not, you know, they, they don't hit you over the head with it all at once. This right. is the first movie that really gives you a big like info dump about the, the Infinity yeah. Stones. But um, yeah, yeah, so it's cool. And uh, basically all you need to know from that is that they thought that this orb was just like some important like relic that they could sell. But now they find out like, holy shit, this is like a thing that could destroy the universe. Right. And that's when everybody loses their shit and they're like, let's just get out of here. Rocket just wants to fly to a faraway planet and leave yeah. it alone. Chris Pratt um, wants to give it to the the Xandar Novacore people. Gamora, I think, is they're all kind of yeah. They all want to do a different thing. Yeah. yeah, they're all losing their shit. And then as they're trying to figure out um, what what to do with it, they uh, they, they find out that Drax, because he's had <laughs> enough. Uh, <laughs> Drax um, has had enough of this waiting bullshit. He wants to he wants to he fight. Wants action. Yeah. And uh, and so he he just calls. <laughs> I don't know how that would work in, in space, but uh, makes a call to Ronan and says, hey, we're here. Come, 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 uh, come get us. Come bring it, you motherfucker. Uh, and then somehow Zon, Zandu, Zon, y- Yond, Jesus Christ, Yondu, <laughs> so many of these <laughs> space names. Uh, Yondu finds out, too, because he they show up eventually, too. I think Chris Pratt gives it to him because isn't that mm-hmm. when Zoe Saldana is floating through, through space? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and this is where we get um, our second sort of big, big action-y sequence, which I liked a lot. They're flying around in the little pod things. Yeah, I um, liked the pods. I thought yeah, that was Yeah, it was cool. fun how they have them instead of, since they don't have, like, you know, guns on them or anything, they have to just smash them into. Yeah. There was a lot of cool stuff with that. Any any other things from that that sequence that kind of stuck out to you guys at all? Um, let me see what else I wrote down. Um... Yeah, basically, yeah. It's a, it was a good fight scene. Yeah, it, it's a fun, very, very Star Wars-esque, you know, with the space yeah, battle stuff. Yeah, it did feel very Star wars Yeah, 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 yeah. This whole movie kind of definitely owes a, a, a bit of of, uh, of gratitude yeah. to, to Star Wars in general. And then while that is going on, uh, Ronan shows up, and uh, Drax and him have a little uh, have a little, a little dust up, and uh, Drax just gets his fucking ass handed to him. Yeah, and before like, Ronan says, I don't remember killing your family, oh, yeah. I, don't, or I doubt I will remember killing you. Yeah. No. Which is like such an evil. Right, right. Seriously, like, seriously. It was a little disappointing to me because he was talking about like all this like revenge and yeah. like, you know, for his family. And then like you see him fight and it's like, oh, yeah. totally, you look totally. really big and strong, but you're doing it But wrong. you're not. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then, um, oh, and then uh, uh, Nebula and Gamora kind of have a 
little sister not, not fight. Not a face-to-face standoff, but she's chasing her in the in the. Oh, another cool thing is at one point Quill uh, he like rips like he like the, the the pod things have like arms attached to them, and he rips the top off one of the bad guy spaceships and throws like the evil guy out, and then reaches the robot arms to like control the ship from another. Like I thought, I don't know, I just that thought was that was cool. Yeah, that, that was cool. That was, cool. was a fun was really uh, cool. fun sequence. But uh, yeah, we were talking about um, so Nebula and Gamora are are having a little dog fight or whatever in their pods, and uh, Nebula straight up blows her up and sees her floating in space, and she's just like, "Good, fuck you." A lot of sibling issues in the Marvel There's movies. There's a lot yeah. of sibling because, issues because Thor and Loki brothers, they're always yeah. at each other's throats. Um, those are uh, are there any other siblings that I can think of um, off the top of my head? Oh, there's the twins, but they're bad. That's in the that's in Age of Ultron. The uh, don't be talking uh, about something I don't know. I know. Of. I was gonna say we won't get to it yet, but they're sibling. But they're but they're I buddies. Took a, they're I not. took a drink when they were having their little sister. Sure, sure. Sister, Jessie. I always drink. Well, it's mostly for whenever the, there's like men fighting. I call them boy fights, mm-hmm. and I always drink when that happens. <laughs> but when they were doing their sister fight, yeah. I was like, you know what? This is a fight. <laughs> yeah, this seriously. is awesome. Yeah, because they're both yeah, yeah, yeah. like highly, highly skilled, but they just hate. Yeah, so and we much. find out that that Gamora, or maybe it's um, maybe it's in the next movie that that Nebula says that like she and Gamora were for. This isn't a spoiler, Jesse, but but they a little backstory on them is that like they were forced to fight each other when they were younger, yeah. and Gamora would always win, and anytime. Nebula lost, she had to have some part of her body replaced with like robotics. That's and that's right. why like there's there's a like it, I it, just crazy. in life, just in life, I cannot take watching like 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 skate like uh like skateboarding like b- like wipeout videos when somebody breaks their arm and you can see like the bone like bending in the skin. I'm like, uh I yeah. can't fucking like I can't. That's even thinking about it is gross. And there's a lot of that with Nebula. Like there's one part where like her jaw gets knocked out of place and she just kinda like yeah. pops it back in yeah. and then her arm like straightens out with all I was just like, Ugh. It's crazy, but it also makes you think about like, damn, like getting <laughs> right. your body parts removed. Which which so just you to be can replaced kind of understand robotics. like yes. where her ankle to is coming your from. sister, yes. and I'm like, of course, she put you through so yeah. much pain. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. And I think, yeah, I don't want to spoil anything for the next movie, but that that comes up. They do have a little uh, little sister uh, little sister spat uh, over that because um because yeah, Nebula obviously survives even though she kind of escapes uh, at the end of the movie. Anyway, moving on. So she her her pod blows up, and then Chris Pratt. Um, uh, this I was talking about how Rocket's just like she's dead. Forget her. We're out of here. Jaded. <laughs> and then yeah. uh, definitely. And then Chris Pratt uh, leaves his space pod. He gives her his um his his uh his, his mask, like, spacey his, helmet. His space. yeah. I, I was I. It kind of bothers me some of the technology because the way the helmet works is it just like digitally like goes around your face yeah. and it's like well, where does it go when it's not on? Um, that that comes up later. Like in Black Panther, mm-hmm. um, Jamie, that's a big thing because his suit kind of just like material. Yeah. on him and I fuck it like I don't like that like that that annoys me I like me. it I, I, I think it's fine but it's just like that. that's like pushing technology I, I know it's supposed to be like they're futuristic like, they're like way more advanced I know. than we'll everyone get the, else Jesse will get to that yeah, with, uh, with Black Panther okay yeah. <laughs> She's like, well, the, all right, well, the, all right the, I'll the, figure it out. I was going to say, we, we don't want to spoil anything, but yeah, right. in Black Panther, he's from a civilization that's like super evolved and st- has all this amazing technology. And one of the things is that 
he doesn't have to like put his he doesn't have to like zip it up like it just like forms right. around him and it's just like what the fuck how would they possibly anyway it doesn't matter um, so <laughs> he saves her and then you think that he's gonna die he's starting to he's starting to free I don't know how space works guys I thought that if you were in the vacuum of space without a spacesuit like you would be dead in like two seconds right your eyes would I like right so. yeah yeah, like, yeah, yeah. disappear I don't, like, I don't even know yeah I was gonna say I, I, I couldn't tell you exactly how that all works but uh, but yeah but he doesn't die because he sends uh, a message to the to the ravagers to uh, come find him, and then they get abducted, um, and so they're uh, they're kind of getting beat up by the Ravagers, and then Drax and Groot and Rocket all kind of team up together, and uh, this is when that's when Rocket wants to kind of turn tail, no pun intended, because he's got a tail because he's a raccoon. <laughs> he wants to uh, get out of there, and Groot uh, isn't having it. Groot saves uh, Drax from the, yeah, because uh, yeah, Ronan after Ronan fucks Drax up, he just throws him in some some goo or something, yeah. throws him in a big yellow yellow vat of shit and and uh uh, yeah, Groot saves him, stabs him in the chest, like with like a, a like a, a branch needle or whatever, and yeah. then he coughs up shit. And um, and yeah, so the three of them, uh, yeah, basically uh, decide like, hey, we got to go save um, Chris Pratt and Zoe Saldana. And uh, and Drax and, says like, I was a fool, like all that rage, like that doesn't right. do anything for my loss, yeah, like right. that was stupid, what I just did. Right, and you see um, him like develop a little bit. Yeah, as a character, which is for like sure. definitely you understand why he was angry, but. Yeah. That's yeah, not yeah. just trying to kill someone. It's yeah. not going to give in you that the way, It's not going to do anything. Yeah. <laughs> right, 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 right. So yeah, I, I, as you say, it, it, it is. It is sort of that slow burn of everyone kind of starting to trust each other a little bit more. Yeah, they're definitely, they're bonding. And, uh, yeah, 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 they are bonding. Fantastic. Um, <laughs> all right, that that is most of the movie. Let's take a quick break before we get to the the final act, the last um, big push, because I feel like we're going to go through a lot of that quick because it is a lot of just yeah. things exploding. Yeah. Um, but cool uh, yeah, yeah, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. And we will uh, wrap this thing up. Woo. We'll be See back. See you then. And we're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. Jamie, uh, fantastic. <laughs> yeah, uh, here to uh, talk about the uh, the final act, I guess. Uh, of, yeah, uh, of, the climax. Uh, the, the, the the that's right. Yeah, the the big um the big gathering of all the the heroes and villains in one place. Um, so uh, when we last left you, uh, Quill and Gamora were taken by the Ravagers. Um, but they kind of strike a deal with them pretty quickly. Yeah. Uh, basically, to uh, that they're going to give they'll give Yondu the orb because that's all he wants because the orb is worth a lot of money, worth yeah. a billion credits. What a what yeah. what. The, Whatever that means. I want to know what the exchange rate to to like an American dollar yeah, to I a credit to know is. That too. Uh, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll just assume that it's it's one for one because sure. Yeah, yeah. But but selling something for a billion dollars did seem kind of or four billion dollars <laughs> yeah, or whatever. I yeah. was like, does that just go in your bank account? I feel like the bank would explode if yeah, I like, got a four billion dollar check. Right, exactly. <laughs> uh, so anyway, and then uh, but then uh, so so everything's going good, but then Drax and the boys I'll just call them the boys show up and they've got some giant gun thing that comes along later because they're gonna they try to kill Ronan with this gun thing that they make uh, and uh, and then they have to kind of uh, you know everybody has to calm down and that's when they they powwow they're all getting together to uh, to decide you know what's this final battle and we get through this very kind of detailed 
uh, planning scene where they're like, okay, we got to get the orb. We got to make sure that it doesn't get on the surface of the planet because if it touches the planet, then the whole planet blows up. Right. And uh, and all this kind of shit. Um, oh, and then that's also when we see uh, we cut back to back to Ronin's sort of scary uh, control room or wherever Ronin uh, mm-hmm. is, and he for and he grabs the stone, and uh, that's when he tells uh, he basically tells Thanos to go fuck himself that he is he's going to be doing it as he's going to keep it for himself because he was supposed to be getting it for Thanos, but then he finds out that how powerful, how powerful it is, it is. Right. Yep. and uh, and decides that he's going to keep it for himself. He wants that so, power. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And he for some reason is a being power. Again, they it's kind of vague like what makes someone powerful enough to hold one of these stones right. because as we said earlier the 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 maid girl or whatever who was kind of a slave of the collector uh, which is I think why she grabs she says I will not be your slave actually when she when she grabs it and it explodes her mm-hmm. um, she obviously wasn't powerful enough but I guess right. Ronan is from some race of people that are that are more powerful or whatever who gives a shit and he puts it in his he has like this giant like hammer time uh, <laughs> he has a he has a giant hammer thing that he puts the stone in um, and uh, he does he use it like in the battle at all other than like does he ever like zap energy Jesse do you remember like I don't I don't think he knew how I, yeah because yeah, they're so. supposed to be like these very complicated you know things of how they work and and uh, so, uh, yeah, anyway, so basically now we know Ronan's headed to, he, he wants to destroy Xandar. That's been his his whole fucking deal, the whole movie. Right. He's headed to Xandar. Uh, so the Guardians of the Galaxy head there. The plan is get the stone away from him, shoot him with the big gun, and then everything uh, will, will, will be good. Everything will be all right. And when yeah. they talk about the plan, I think this is Drax who says this. He says, we are all losers. We have lost homes. Uh, We've lost Quill, uh, Peter, Peter says that. Peter Quill does. Yeah. No, it's all good. Um, yeah, he says we're all all losers, you know, we've lost homes, we've lost families, and they're like, you're yeah. pretty much asking us to die, and then they all decide, right, like, right. hey, let's die together. Yeah, they have, love each other. they have a very epic... It's a very, like, hero yeah, it's, moment I, of, like... I wrote down epic team-up in my notes because definitely. that's when they all put on, like, the, the, the they're, they're, like... Their, their uniforms or whatever like they're yeah. wearing like these Suit red up. these red leather because they're with the Ravagers and that's sort of their color palette or right. whatever and they're all walking slow-mo down the hall yeah. as like a team together which is cool I, slow-mo you, team badass well, talk yeah, yeah exactly you gotta exactly. have the slow Love badass it. team right walk. right and then they contact um, all the people on Xandar and that's when John C. Riley uh, gives the he calls it his dick message where he says uh, yeah like, they got sa- my dick message right right where he says <laughs> I, I'm I, I am an a-hole, but I am not 100% a dick. And uh, that that I thought was really funny. So, um, and so, then yeah, uh, Gamora's uh, like, we're just like Kevin Bacon. <laughs> and I think he says, like, I don't think you're using that right, but you're close. Like, he says something, <laughs> something like that to her. Yeah, that's, yeah, it's a, it's yeah, a, I like guys, they're moment. having a fun yeah, time. Yeah, they're having a good uh, time. So, yeah, so Ronan's ship is uh, heading there. Nebula is, uh, I think she's on the ship with him. Um, and, uh, and then all, and then shit just fucking goes, shit, shit just goes off the rails. Hey, There's why? a giant space battle going on. All the evil ships are having all kinds of dog fight. It's like, this is one of the, like, like, sensory over load kind of yeah, things that you get in where it, and it happens they, I feel like they get better with it as the movies go along but like mm-hmm. Avengers Age of Ultron is the worst of that's the next movie Jesse yeah. 
The ending of that movie is a clusterfuck. Like, it is just like shit. Like, I don't know how we're going to talk about it because it's just like <laughs> a million fucking little so things, things going on happening. at once. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and this movie, yeah, kind of devolves into that, but you, you can still figure out what's going yeah. on. The right. the bad guys are crashing their ships into the the They're like kamikazeing. So all the good guy ships have to go to the bottom and they have to shoot the ships before they hit the ground. And I couldn't help but think like, okay, so you're destroying the ships before they hit the ground, but now you're exploding them into a thousand little pieces that are right. now showering onto the ground. <laughs> so you'd think that would be a problem too, but hey, at least they're not exploding when they hit the ground. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And basically the, the crux of the plan is that the good, the, the guardians of the galaxy, the five are five heroes, um, except for Rocket, because Rocket is flying around doing doing space battle shit. Right. So, so uh, Groot, Drax, Peter, and Gamora, I have to keep all these people straight. Um, you yeah, got get, it. They, space uh, names. Yeah, space I names. I know. Uh, they, get, they get onto the, the Dark Aster, the evil ribby ship, or whatever the fuck you want Oh, I like it. that. Ribby ship. Ribby it's, ship. It's interesting. Uh, okay. It's like, how, who, who decided to design this? Who right. built it? Yeah, yeah, who yeah, yeah. It? I, uh, yeah. I still like, I think it's cool. I wrote. I think I wrote that. And, and I, I couldn't like, cool help ship. but wonder, because as that's going also, that's when all the good guy ships... Um, uh, they form like a big like net thing where they all connect to each other yeah. to stop the ship from like from from landing. They mm-hmm. kind of you know catch it. And I did think like, dude, can these ships not back up? Like, do they not have like a reverse? Like a reverse on them? Yeah. But then I started thinking about it, and like it is a rocket propelled thing, so they yeah. would there wouldn't really you'd have to like to go turn around. Them. They'd have to like make a bit. So I'll give it to them. I because like an airplane can't go backwards, so right. it's like why should a yeah. spaceship? <laughs> I yeah. So I had to uh, I had to check my physics uh, on on that. But uh, that was kind of, I, I think when I first saw the movie, I kind of rolled my eyes at the whole, like, joining ships, and and, and it, it did seem a little, uh, like, a little, uh, I don't know, just not silly, but just kind of, like, anticlimactic. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but but whatever, it's fine. Uh, so all the good guy ships are doing that while the while the Guardians of the Galaxy um, are uh, on the evil ship, and they're trying to find Ronan. That's when Gamora and Nebula... Have a they have a little sister spat there. Um, yeah, they do. They're fighting with each other, and then Gamora eventually kind of gets the better of her because she is she's the more powerful she one is, too, guys. Right. And uh, and Nebula winds up getting like knocked off. Like there's a giant hole in the side of the ship, and she gets knocked yeah. off. And she like straight up like gets like impaled like her like wrist gets it's like impaled it's like she's getting crucified like she gets like impaled like on like some piece of like rebar or whatever that's sticking out of the the alien spaceship yeah. and then Gamora's trying to save her and she she's so she's so fucking spiteful guys that instead of being saved she just cuts her own fucking hand off which is a robot hand so whatever um, and then she falls into one of the good guy ships that's like in the in the the space battle going on around them and it's funny because she literally just chucks, like, throws the guy, like, the the good guy pilot out of the plane. And she flies away. That's the last we see of Nebula. and won't yeah. be the last in the MCU that we see. Uh, yeah, I didn't think that was the end. But, uh, but yeah, yeah. So so the, the sisters are still, uh, they're still on a shaky ground there. So that's that's going to come up again in, in later They movies. should date Loki and Thor, and then they'll all just, like, That'd have, adorable. like, a double date. Double date. be so um, fun. There'd be oh a lot of anger. I do, I do like that. I do like that. Uh, another funny point part is when they first are, they, so they get on the ship, they're looking for Ronan, because they gotta find him and kill him, because he's a bad guy. Uh, and Groot sort of has like a, a bonding moment, Jesse, your favorite. I love where it. he uh, 
he, he kind of like as it, they're like, I've learned to trust you all and you are my friends. And he calls he calls Groot a dumb tree. He's like, I he's, yeah, like, he's like, this dumb tree is my friend. This dumb tree is my friend. And then he yeah, calls Gamora. He said Gr- this green whore. This green whore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just uh, Yeah, is my friend. And yeah, that's kind of sweet, even though it's, it's in Drax's. I did say to you. They're bonding. They are bonding. That's bonding. Jesse's thing. It's like his way. And I, and I think because it was him, yeah. that would be, like no one was like, oh, like offended because right. he's such a simple guy. Well, she does. She guy. does like when he calls her a green horse, she does be like, you need to stop, man. Like she says <laughs> something like that to him. And uh, yeah, yeah. So then, yeah, then they get that. That was before the, the Nebula Gamora bite, the fight, bite, bite. It was a bite, bite of fight. a fight. Um, and then, uh, so while the girls are having their little battle, um, the boys, uh, Quip, Peter, uh, Drax, and Groot, uh, they, they, they're in some, like, engine room. There's a whole bunch of, like, gears and shit spinning around or whatever. And not much to say about that other than they all kind of get their, their, their hero moment. That's when Quip, again, this goes, as I was saying, P, uh, Chris Pratt being, like, half idiot, half badass. This is the badass Chris Pratt yeah, because the, he's got the guns. The he's got, like, guns that, sh- like, electrify people, and he, like, mm-hmm. will punch a guy with the gun and shoot it at the same time. Kind of very John Wicky. This is before John Wick. Um, but uh, but yeah, yeah. He's he's uh, so that's sort of showing that he can kind of hold his own. He's not just a, a no. like a dumb human. Like right. he's he's experienced <laughs> in this thing we call fights. And sexy. Yeah, you know it. Uh, and that's the, and I was going to say, that was when we have Groot's uh, pretty violent moment where there's like a whole group of guys are running into the engine room and they're like in a line and Groot just because we find out I that... I thought that was awesome. Was, oh, no. It's I cool. loved that. It's, I was it's like, hell cool. yeah, tree. Uh, yeah, yeah. The, my one complaint is that as I was watching the movie and in my uh, own writer mind, not that I'm a writer, but, but if I was writing it, I did want there to be a moment where someone goes up to Groot and says, who the hell are you? or something to that extent so that it would be kind of funny for him to just be like, I am, I am Groot. Yeah, right, for right. him to actually say um, it. Right, right. Or if he like busts into like a bad guy, a room full of bad guys and they're like, who the, f- who the hell are they? They wouldn't say fucking a Marvel movie. They would say, who the hell are you or something, something I like am that. Groot. Right, yeah. right. But uh, but yeah, it is fun. He, cause, because, you know, they're having trouble beating up like five guys and then like 20 guys run into the room and, and Groot just, like, just fucks them. <laughs> right, right. Just, just, and then he just gives like this like real dopey smile after he kills all these He's guys. Like, I did it, guys. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It was a good like shiny it's moment so for him because right. we haven't I mean other than helping them get out of the prison we haven't really seen him uh, have true. his moment true, and that true, was true. like this is Groot's moment yeah Definitely. because during the battle on nowhere on the weird alien city thing I don't remember if he, he does was nowhere much. to be yeah. found <laughs> good <Zing>. one <laughs> nailed it that uh, wasn't yeah. my best it still worked though. Um, so then, uh, yeah, as they're as they're battling around, then all of a sudden, all the good guy ships that are making the net, um, they some somehow or another it gets destroyed, and so now, uh oh, shit's going off. We like the clock is running. We're running out of time, guys, uh, and. <laughs> They uh, they eventually make their way to Ronan's throne room or whatever the fuck it is that that he's staying, and they have that giant gun thing that Rocket made, and they they shoot him with it, and you think that's it, hooray, we Yay. win! Uh, but turns out it did nothing, uh, to, to absolutely like just kind of made him like a little dusty, like mm-hmm. there there's some smoke around him, and they're just like oh shit, and then Dra- and then Drax uh, you know uh, charges him again, even though the last time they had a fight didn't really work out well for him, but he's like fuck it, you killed my family, so I'm just gonna go ahead Prepare first to die, mm-hmm. and. Uh, uh, and he, Ronan's about to kill Drax, and that, oh, and Ronan says, like, oh, I do remember, I do remember your family now. I killed them, and I smiled, and now I'll kill you, too. And then, as he's about to kill Drax, uh, Rocket smash it, he flies in with, um, 
I think he's flying Peter sh- Peter Quill's ship at that point. Yeah. I think so, uh, yeah. Because it gets kind of destroyed, and then they, they build him a new one at the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't matter. Uh, but yeah, he crashes in, and then, so you think, oh, once it, so you think that Ronan gets killed by the gun. Nope. Uh, they smash the ship into the plane. You think that kills Ronan? Nope. Nope. Uh, but we don't know that yet, because after he smashes into the ship, the ship starts to crash, and they're all worried that they're going to die, because they have no way to get off, and that's when we have the very um, kind of touching sacrifice of Groot, he for, he makes this sort of wood um. ball around everybody, yeah. and that's where he says, "We are Groot instead of yeah, I am." Groot. I definitely got emotional I in that part. Cried. Yeah, yeah, I and I think cried. that I think earlier in the earlier when they first get on the ship, it's super dark, and he does like this weird thing where he makes like these like glowy like firefly yeah, kind it was of yes. like they were already like in. Yeah, how I was gonna say Groot is he, he's a real mystery because you I don't really know how how his powers work exactly. Yeah. Yeah, he's just like a. I, I feel like he's like nature. Yeah, in yeah, like sure. a character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can make leaves grow because of the tree, but yeah. you can also like make fireflies. Yeah, and, and we like, find and earlier in the movie, like when when we first meet him, like Gamora straight up cuts one of his arms off, and then he's like he's like complaining to Rocket about it, and Rocket's like, "Oh, grow back, you baby!" Like he's just like, <laughs> uh, which is yeah. So it's so Groot is kind of. I, I don't know. When I first saw the movie, I don't know if I was convinced that he was truly because in, in in these Marvel movies, nobody's ever really dead. It's like anybody yeah. who dies can can and probably will come back. Yeah, well, um, Coulson doesn't come back. Right? Coulson comes back on the TV show though. Yeah, but we're not going to watch not, the TV show. Maybe maybe if this if this blows up, people might demand more. I mean, we might have to that's fucking true. go to the whole TV show. We may give you Coulson. Yeah, we may. All right. Well, because uh, well, he, he you died Coulson, in the. Jane, you remember he's the he's the shield agent who dies in the first Avengers movie. Loki stabs him through like the chest, and he was in the earlier movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you think in the in the movies he's like gone, like he never shows up again. But then mm-hmm. after the Avengers, they made the Marvel Agents of Shield TV show, yeah. and he's the main character of that show, even though it was after the character Is it died. The same actor? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, he yeah, survived. Yeah. Maybe he didn't survive. They brought him back to life through some weird oh, science thing. Um, yeah, wow. it does. It doesn't. Matter. Uh, so but basically, like I was going to say, it's tough to, anytime a character dies in one of these movies, it's tough to, it's like you're sad, but you're also like, this motherfucker. It's Marvel. <laughs> right? It's Marvel. It's yeah, like, he's this not guy, dead. They might have a clone of him, or they'll bring that character back in some, from some other dimension or something. So it's like, you take it with a grain of salt. I mean, in, in the most recent Avengers movies, um, there there's quite a lot of death, and, and you, you don't, uh, you don't really take, you, you're kind of just like, yeah, I get it. They'll right. be back. Oh, but they're so. geniuses because when they do that and someone actually dies, like the whole theater's like crying. Oh yeah, yeah, because it's still very emotional. Just no spoilers for Jesse, but no yeah, spoilers. there's there's some emotional um, um, uh, uh, mortality uh, going on later on in the movies. So anyway, the ship is crashing. Groot saves them all. Rocket has a very emotional Aww, kind of so pleading sad. with him because it's yeah. his best friend and he doesn't want him to die. Um, but they crash on the planet. Uh, we think Groot is dead, uh, although we will find out that he is not, that he just is, is a baby now, a little seed. Yeah, he's um, so cute. Yeah, I was going to say in the, the end credits. Oh, and Jesse in the next movie, he is still baby. He's still like a little tiny little baby so Groot. Cute. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so then we get to the final confrontation with Ronan. Um, he's going to all he has to all he has to do. They say it when they're planning. All he has to do is touch the Infinity Stone to the ground, and the planet will be destroyed. So it's like it's frustrating for me when villains in these movies don't just fuck. They just do it, dude. Like you're not because one of the more the, Chris Pratt distracts Ronan uh, from doing that by by doing by like, like the like little dancing. dance thing, yeah. and that is my least favorite part of this movie. I just don't like. 
any and like like I know that it's a joke and it's supposed to be funny, but it's just like it's so like it's so eye roll inducing when it's like all the bad yeah, guy has to do. Is, him. I know, but why would that? It, it reminds me of like a sitcom. There, do, do you remember Hanging with Mr. Cooper, uh, Jamie? At all? That was a sitcom Hanging from from the nineties. I'm assuming Jesse didn't watch a lot of TV as a kid. That's why Thanks, I don't Mom. ask. <laughs> there, but it's like the kind of thing from a sitcom where it's like the basketball team is losing and they need one more point and they're like, "Hey, you." Uh, bark like a dog and then that'll distract the team so we can get the ball and score yeah. the point. It's like, it, it's that kind of like, la- it, it just feels a little lame to me, I guess, uh, mm-hmm. at the end of the day. But that's how they distract Ronan because then they have the big gun thing again and instead of shooting Ronan, they shoot the hammer, hammer time, uh, that, that has the infinity stone in it and then Ronan tries to grab it but Chris Pratt jumps and is able to grab the infinity stone before Ronan and uh, all of a sudden it, the same thing kind of starts to happen when the when the maid slave girl grabbed it earlier in the movie, shit starts to swirl around. Everything's right. blowing up, and uh, and then the only way that he's able to harness the power is by grab is holding hands with the other guardians of the galaxy. They all form a little fun circle, yeah. and since it's all of them harnessing the power, not just one, it's that's why they don't explode. And then they're able to. Do they blast Ronan? Do you remember exactly what they do to Ronan? I don't know. They they do something with yeah. it, and they and Ronan, you know, basically turns into to space dust or whatever and melts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and that's it. Let's all have a, a round of applause for killing Ronan. Hooray! Yay! <laughs> Bad guy down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Um. So then, uh, yeah, and and yeah. So so yeah. That's it. A little anticlimactic. All these. I'm trying to think of what of the movies had like the most satisfying like final confrontation between. The, the hero and the villain. Um, I don't know. But, I feel but like that in Iron Man movies. I feel like the Iron Man ones usually have a oh good kind of last uh, last. Although I, I and, and and Jamie, this is something that, that me and Jesse have gone through. All of them always kind of devolve into two super powerful creatures. Be they people or robots or whatever, just just punching each other, and it's yeah. like and it's like. It's tough to get emotionally involved, I guess, in that because it is just like, well, what? Neither of them are really hurting each other. Like neither of them, yeah. until some some you know other random thing happens that that makes one of them you know get the get the get the upper hand on the other. Anyway, yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, Ronan's dead. Everyone's happy, but but Rocket is very sad. And I this was kind of a touching moment where Rocket is sad because he thinks that Groot is dead. And then Drax, Drax sits next to him and gives him a little pet on the head. And, yeah. and, and Rocket at first is like, is like, nah, and what then are he's you like, doing? Oh, okay. okay. But then, yeah, then he, then he softens and they, uh, they, uh, yeah, they, they become buddies. And I, I like that a lot. Then they, um, then they go. Uh, they give the orb to Yondu, um, but it's not actually the orb because it's, it's not because it's not the Infinity Stone in there. It's a troll doll, uh, and Yondu <laughs> is actually kind of like he kind of he sees it and he kind of laughs because the whole time he acts like he hates Peter Quill, but yeah. but you can tell that. And, and this comes up in the in the next uh, Guardians of the Galaxy movie. You can tell that he has a soft spot for him and that he does actually care about him, uh, even though he kind of puts on this this tough front of of being uh, you know. Uh, Sick of his shit and all this this stuff. Oh, yeah. and we didn't. Oh, we should we should mention real quick the uh, the whistle uh, thing because during the during the dog yeah. fight he crashes and then all of a sudden there's like you know twenty or twenty there's a shitload of uh, these of the bad guys and that's when we, yeah. we kind of already mentioned that's when we see the whistle, thing, the whistle yeah. and it's uh, it's pretty cool. It was I mean, really it, cool. It, it, that was a good payoff. It's yeah. Uh, yeah yeah and that and the whistle the whistle arrow comes back uh, in the next movie oh, I'm too. I'm excited. Uh, so yeah, we'll, we'll see more of that. Even even more uh, uh, even 
even more uh, damage that that thing does. Um, so yeah, so now um, yeah, the the wrap up of the movie is uh, the the Xandar people. They're all very thankful. And then they mention his dad, which is like that's what right, you said. Because, they say, uh, like, that's when we find out that the Ravagers first picked up Peter Quill because they were supposed to be delivering him to, to his, his father, but they decided. I don't think they. Maybe in the second movie they explain why they didn't bring him uh, to his dad. I yeah, think they, they do. Just said too bad we didn't bring him to his dad like we were right. hired to do. He was and, an asshole. Yeah, Yondu so says, yeah, he was like, an asshole, hmm. whatever. Um, the, the guy who plays Yondu was in Walking Dead. He was the racist brother of Daryl. Um, who, uh, who died, right? Yes, yeah. yeah he gets yeah, killed he in like the third season. I want to say he gets turned into a zombie, and then Daryl has to kill him. It's pretty. It's pretty intense. Yeah, oh, I remember the, that. Back when The Walking Dead was good, uh, when yeah, it was great. watchable. Oh, it was so um, good. Yeah, yeah. It was for the first few seasons. Yeah, the it was first pretty, few seasons were good. It was pretty great. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, that 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 actor's name who plays Yondu is Michael Rooker, who's in a ton of stuff. He's he's a that's character. So, that's he's, how I I was trying. I was like, I recognize he always, him. He always plays kind of just the gruff, you know, mean kind of yeah. kind of. Yeah. Characters, yeah, yeah, but but I like him. He's cool. If yeah. you see him in interviews, he's kind of like that too. Like that's just kind of his personality. <laughs> he's just kind of a a rough and tumble sort of yeah. sort of bro just like guy. A big cigar on the side of his mouth. So I was gonna say Got very much, very much. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, so then in this wrap up, um, we see that the Guardians of the Galaxy are all joining up. They're gonna go off and have space adventures and protect the galaxy. The the Xandar people they get the um they get the the Infinity Stone. We see them put it in like a vault because we got to know where all they are. Exactly. Uh, where they all are at, uh, at at different points. Um, I'm trying to see what else. Oh, they, that's when I said that they give um, they give Peter a new ship, uh, which is you know designed after his. So it's supposed to just be the same thing, whatever. Yeah. Uh, and John C. Riley, we find out uh, had had a little pink wife and a little pink daughter. Oh uh, yeah, back that was home. sweet. And he's appreciative because they uh, you know they they. Uh, they saved. Uh, they saved Xandar. Oh, we also hear that they get because they were arrested, but now they they they've been pardoned for all their crimes. Right. And Drax says like. Drax says, like, uh, and he tells him, like, but guys, like, can can you stop committing crimes now? And Drax is like, what if I kill him? Like, what if I, what if I, like, rip a man in half or something? And John C. Riley is like, that's still yeah. a crime. He's like, yeah, that's that's murder. That's a crime. You can't do that. Like, yeah, stuff like, again, just. Yeah, that's that was funny. Why, I like that. That's why I love Drax. Uh, and this is where, uh, so Peter finally, he's he's gone through a, a real emotional journey. So he's like, you oh, know what? It's time to open up that present. Yeah. And what's inside, guys? Awesome mix, volume two. Yeah. Uh, so uh, a little connection to his mom, which is very, very sweet. And to Jesse's, Jesse looks like she's I'm about sad. to cry right now. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that that's very cute. Um, let me see. Uh, yeah, and so that's uh, that's basically uh, the the end of the movie. But then uh, there is a mid credit scene, um, which is where we see that that Groot is not dead. He's in like a a planter. A little, a little, a little pot. He's, he's in a little pot. Dancing Groot. And he's dancing. And and Jesse, I don't know if you remember this, but Baby Groot became like. A phenomenon it after this. Oh no, I know. It's the I know. I've ever seen my, had, uh, my friend had, had her one. dressed her baby up as little baby Groot little for baby Halloween. Groot. Sure, it's sure, a very sure. cute costume yes. for babies. Yes. If you have, if you have a child, yeah. anyone, yeah. a baby, like baby Groot, do baby Groot. <laughs> right, it's cute. Right, right. Which is nice because we know that Groot is not dead, and it's also fun because in the next movie, it's not like Groot is a giant again. He's still like a tiny. 
tiny little little creature thing. Yeah. And there's a lot of fun stuff in the next movie with him yeah. being this little thing. No spoilers. Right, no spoilers, but, but oh, it's fun. I'm excited. I'm excited. I, I, got a little, I, I got a little Groot fatigue when the movie first came out because, like I said, it was such a pop culture thing of, like, yeah. baby Groot being. He's so cute. But he's cute. And, uh, and yeah, yeah. So he's, uh, so, so we'll, we'll give it to you guys. And he's dancing, and then That's Drax so looks cute. and he freezes. Um, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, go Groot. And then um, at the very end of the credits, this has nothing to do, this was just sort of a, I wouldn't say fuck you to the audience, but it is just like a whatever thing, uh, because there is another Marvel property called Howard the Duck, which was a comic book, which was about a duck who lived on a planet of duck people, and he was like a private eye. Um, they made a movie in the eighties uh, that that was a notorious like bomb, just like one of like the the most reviled fucking movies like of all time, and uh, but but it's kind of a cult classic for how weird it is, and uh, but since it's based on a Marvel comic book that at the very end of the movie we see the collector is in his warehouse thing and all the sh- all the fucking glass cages and shit that he has are all smashed up and then just sitting there is Howard the Duck drinking a cocktail or something Oh, and, that uh, scene makes a little bit more sense to me now. More, I yeah, was kind was, of like, what is this? It, it was um, just like a who, who cares whatever type, type Yeah, I was thing. like, is this, is this going to mean something? Do yeah, I need yeah. to remember this scene? No, yeah. absolutely not. Yeah, some of the some of the after credit scenes are like important and are like give like a really big hint about like what's oh, yeah. to come. This was not that. This was just like, like just, just a fun little like joke little kind of thing. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. So, uh, so yeah, guys, that is Guardians of the Galaxy. Woo! Guardians of the Galaxy, baby. Uh, yeah, Baby yes. Groot. So, uh, uh, Jamie, Jesse, and I, uh, uh, once we once we get a new movie under our belt, we like to rank them to see which ones uh, we we like the most. But before we get to that, um, do we have any final parting thoughts about uh, about the first Guardians of the Galaxy? Jesse, let's start with you. Anything we missed? Anything you? Um, any final thoughts that you have on the on the picture? Um, I liked it. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. I thought it was funny. It had some emotional moments. Yeah. Um, Which, which is I not think- e- especially with characters that have not been established. Like with Winter Soldier, they already had Black Widow. They already like because Winter Soldier is one of my favorites, probably my top five. Yeah. Um, but but those were already established characters. They they kind of already knew the personalities of them and all that kind of stuff. So I feel like that's easier to do than this movie where they had to introduce not only new characters, th- like this like there there is no mention of other than the Infinity Stones. There's like no mention of anything else in any of the other Marvel stuff. So this was kind yeah. of a gamble for them, and it, and it worked out. Yeah, I think it was great. I think the characters were re- yeah. well written. Mm-hmm. Good, yeah, you know, good heroes, good yeah, yeah. little guardians of the galaxy. And it does. I agree. And I was going to say, when I first saw this, I was like, "How the fuck are they going to tie this into the other movies?" And 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 what you'll see when it happens, it's like they do it pretty Perfectly. well, like, yeah. like pretty, like it's it's kind of it's kind of shocking, like how easily it. And they do kind of they kind of ease you into it because Thor is from another dimension, is from right. another planet, and so that's the way they kind of are able to to tie it back. Into the the space stuff and all that, yeah. but uh, but we'll we'll get to that. I don't want to spoil anything for you, Jesse. So uh, yeah, so overall liked it. And, I uh, liked it. And, yeah, um, I enjoyed it. How about we get your grade now, Jesse? Or or uh, how many um, uh, genetically modified raccoons out of five uh, would you? Or how many? <laughs> or uh, or we usually give grades. So how about we do that? Um, 
Um, I'm gonna give this a B plus. B plus. Wow. All right. I think this might. I don't good. know if I gave Iron Man this good of a grade, but I Iron Man is one of my favorites. I was gonna so say. I think it I should change like... my grades because I think I'll give Iron Man an A. <laughs> so everyone, go back to the first app. Sure. I give Iron Man an A. But this is up there for you. This is up there. I give it yeah. a B plus. Awesome. Um, uh, yeah. Before you know, some stuff still wasn't yeah. like greatly explained. Sure. The fighting scenes were kind of kind of just meh. a mess. Yeah. Um, but they all are kind of just a mess. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, so yeah, B plus. That's good. Well, we'll get to our rankings after we get after me and uh, Jamie do our uh, rankings. Yeah, I wasn't Jamie. Get to the um, if you had to give this a grade from an A plus to an F, um, what do you think? And are there any final thoughts you have uh, about the movie? Things, anything we didn't touch on that you might want to uh, chime in about? I mean, I definitely would say that I really like how it's kind of like a rag team breakfast club. Yeah, yeah. People from different definitely. parts kind of getting together. You would I never like the breakfast them I like together. that too. You know, like I like, I like when like a rag team kind of yeah. great, like epic team kind of gets together. And yeah, I think that's always fun. It was perfect that Chris Pratt was casted for this because he was like on fire at the time because he was just doing the oh whole yeah Jurassic he's world in thing everything yeah he yeah, was yeah. on fire and like you already know him you already love him so you yeah. know that he's he always plays like that he usually plays like the same kind of character like the it's fun kind guy. of like well, the like lovable loser yeah, like he's not a loser but that's like yeah. like I took a film class in college and that was yeah. kind of like the stereotype sure. like a Chandler Bing type of yes. character yeah. the sure, lovable sure. loser sarcastic he's not a little snarky yeah. not as snarky as Tony Stark Tony Snark is what we call him <laughs> um, and but not quite as not that confident. he lacked confidence but he wasn't not quite right. as confident yeah. as Tony Stark yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Tony Stark has no confidence yeah. problems exactly until um, he has I'll the say PTSD. that he has he, when in one of the later movies that he comes up with he has a ma- he, he has a major interaction with one of the, the big uh, other heroes of the theater choice and it's hilarious yeah oh, uh, Jamie wait. knows what I'm talking about but I, I'm not going to tell you yeah. it's a secret uh, but yeah the uh, when I, I, I was going to say we, we might have to bring Jamie back for one of those because it's really Ooh, funny we, the uh, uh, should the, um, heck yeah uh, yeah uh, so awesome and uh, Jamie what um, if you had to give it a grade if you were a a very discerning high school teacher and this was one <laughs> of your students uh, what would you give it for for its yearly average I think that I would I think I would also agree with Jesse B plus? I think I would also give us a B plus okay. and I give it a B plus because Marvel is such an epic yeah brand filled with these superheroes and these powerful beings that we've basically like grown up with yeah, over time definitely. and the fact that they were able to do this movie and make especially me personally like fall in love with some of the characters mm-hmm. right away just yeah. the way they did everything was so cool and because yeah. you know like Iron Man and all that stuff is like oh, yeah. so epic and they're yeah, yeah, yeah. so big and huge and like they have action figures and whatever sure. and you know and like you I definitely didn't think like when this movie would come out that it would be like as big as it was Absolutely. and as good as it was but yeah. like I it's think, Marvel I didn't so see it duh. until now yeah. I think I was like oh I mean like with most of the other Marvel <laughs> movies I probably thought at the time when they came out that they were probably dumb right um, which they're not because <laughs> Animated characters, I take that back, it. everybody. Um, but there, I like them a lot more than I was expecting to. I was expecting yeah. to be like, um, don't worry about that. That, that. That's the dryer in the background. That's the dryer. Remember? We're doing laundry, guys. It's jolly. Um, it is fun. Um, yeah. No, I think I think I've enjoyed everything, and I yeah. think 
on some of the other movies, I might have given them a harsher grade than I needed yeah, to. This one is definitely, as you but said, but I think I've been holding out for the the good grade. I don't yeah. want to give everyone a good <laughs> right, grade, right, right, right. Um, so I keep giving like C's, just because yeah. I'm like, I don't know, You're I don't want to give them yep. pretty much, a yeah, good which grade. is fair. I mean, you 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 do you, yeah. Um, yeah, uh, moving on to, to my uh, final thoughts. Um, like you both were saying, this is, and, and the other thing about this movie that's impressive is that, you know, Iron Man, what, Iron Man, he wasn't like a Spider-Man or a Batman. He wasn't like worldwide known. But he, I knew who Iron Man was, and I, yeah. I'm not the biggest like comic book guy, but probably bigger than, than you two. Um, no, no offense to you two. Uh, no but, but I'm so not a big comic I knew, book uh, right, guy. I knew, I knew who <laughs> Iron Man was before the Iron Man movie came out. I knew who Thor was. I knew who Captain America was. Oh, okay. Those characters <laughs> have, yeah, well, well, I mean, and because those characters have a little bit more, you know, uh, cult, pop culture presence, you might say, but like, I didn't know what the fuck the Guardians of the Galaxy was. When I heard they were making yeah. this movie, I was like, what the fuck? Like, why like, are they doing why? this? <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. And it's like, who the fuck? Like, what? And so this co- this movie could have been a mess. It could have just been a weird, y- you know, mishmash of all this shit and trying to put, but, 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 but it worked out and, you know, they kind of beat the odds, I feel like, with yeah. this movie. And, uh, and yeah, and so I can't, I don't think I can give this movie any lower than an A, honestly. It's it's probably, uh, again, like, the, the last two movies have been very high up, very, um, kind of represent a change in the Marvel Cinematic Universe where they're kind of maturing and they're branching out and they're they're doing this other stuff. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it an A, and um, I will give my uh, my ranking of the movies now. Uh, so let me uh, find where I did that in my notes. Uh, so. Uh, and Jane, I don't know if you have a, a ranking, but uh, but but me and Jesse will do ours. So number one, it's tough to have a number one other than Iron Man. It started it all. Robert Downey Jr. fucking nailed it. It did so. It, it even though some of these movies have stronger points and more memorable things, it's tough to to knock the the, the OG of them all. So I'm gonna still put Iron Man as number one. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy is my number two. I'm gonna I'm gonna say that it's very close with Captain America: Winter Soldier because there's a ton of shit that I really love in that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but uh, but yeah, so so my ranking would go Iron Man, Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, then Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Number four would be uh, the first uh, Avengers movie, the first gathering of everyone. Number five is Iron Man 3. Number six is Captain America. Number seven is uh, the first Captain America. Seven is the first Thor movie. Number eight is Iron Man 2, which I didn't hate but didn't love. Uh, number nine is The Hulk, which is, eh, it's it's pretty weak. And then my least favorite to to, to this day is um, Thor the Dark World. I, I, I'm not into Thor the Dark World. I thought that it was kind of uh, silly and boring. So uh, so those are my rankings, uh, Jesse. Uh, let's let's hear it from you. What uh, I'm actually ready this time. I, I was going to say the, we, we, we prepped. We prepped. No, we, I was going to say well because we didn't really need to before. Now we got ten movies we got to keep it's track a lot. of. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Jesse, what are your ranking yep. of the MCU? Okay. Up to uh, up movie to 10. this point. Yes. Um, Iron Man. Iron Man. The OG, of course. OG. Um, <laughs> Gardens of the Galaxy number two. We're on the same page. Nice. Then number three is Avengers. Okay, that's where we differ because mine was a I Winter think Soldier. from from here on out we're gonna. Differ I was gonna a say it'll, it'll it'll differ a yep. little bit. Yeah. Anyway, um, after that, Iron Man three. Okay. Um, and then Iron Man two. Okay. And then Thor. Thor. And then Captain America. Okay. Then Winter Soldier. Wow, Winter Soldier's so low on your list. I know. I don't know. I didn't love it. It's okay. Oh, no, okay. I'm just surprised. I'm not surprised. Well, whatever. <laughs> I mean, you are surprised. I am higher surprised. up on your list. It, it, I was going to say, because it's one of my favorites, but it's okay. I liked That's it. That's why we're I doing the cast, guys. Yeah, That's why I just wasn't it. like... Differing opinions. Opinion. Yeah. It's all good. Then Dark World, and then, of course, 
Hulk. Hulk, the Incredible Hulk, Jesse was not uh, not, not a, a fan. Fan. And you know, this can change. It changes every single it, time. It, it, it changes with our. I bet moves. if we listen to each yeah. episode, it would be different every time. Oh, yeah, so my, listeners, especially the first confusing. Captain America and the first <laughs> Thor, I feel like are constantly battling with each other. And I and I have a feeling Guardians of the Galaxy and Winter Soldier might be similar with me because I like them both pretty. I, although Guardians of the Galaxy just has more fun characters, and I think that's ultimately what gives it the edge over uh, Winter Soldier for me. I think also Winter Soldier, I don't know what was going on in my brain while we were watching it, but I don't remember a lot. It's more of a boy movie. So. It's definitely, yeah, because it's sort of a spy a boy, thriller boy. kind yeah. of, yeah. I mean, yeah. I enjoyed um, uh, Black Widow and Captain America's yeah, their relationship, uh, their relationship was yeah. like kind yeah. of what I remembered, which I think, yeah. you know, that's what I care about sure, when I sure. watch movies. I'm not about the action, so right. I guess it's, you're right. Maybe so that's why action. I didn't like it. So much fighting. I think that's why I liked, so much I think that's what I liked about Guardians of the Galaxy was so much, yeah. it's very relationship-based and that lot of storyline, some fighting. Yeah, and that's what I liked about Iron Man also is there's a lot of... And Winter Soldier, the plot is a little naughty. There's a lot of shit going on and there's a lot of like, you know, conspiracy stuff and it, it can be tough to I've seen the movie a bunch of times which I think makes it easier for me because now I know the plot you know whereas the first time you're watching it I feel like it can be a, a lot of information I also it. liked about Guardians of the Galaxy which I think we've talked about with some of the other heroes mm-hmm. is they were all friends like yeah. I feel like Hulk doesn't have, Hulk any, doesn't friends. have any friends Tony like, Stark has one friend Tony Stark has one friend Captain, Captain America, America has, has no. one friend oh he has one friend he has yeah. Bucky and I'm then not, he has Falcon too though. I'm not Falcon saying like you know you can't Sure. It's okay that they don't have friends, but I think <laughs> I enjoyed that there's all these different yeah. people and they're yeah, all definitely. bonding and they all bring something to the table that the yeah. others lack. It's know? nice that this is a team of people. It's a team of people. Rather than all the ones previous are always just one man, one man, and, never a woman. And I'm an improviser. Uh, until, I'm all about group. Until I'm Captain Marvel. Yeah, we don't get Groot. a lady hero. Uh, we'll talk about Captain Marvel. Oh, boy. Uh, not, not one of my favorites, but we'll get to that when that comes. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, so guys... Guys, that is Guardians of the Galaxy. Jamie, thank you so much for being here. Now, Jamie, Jamie. we mentioned to you that um, that we have a little tradition where uh, we like to bring people on for the sequels to uh, to the individual movies. Uh, So, Jamie, will you do us the honor of coming back when it's time to do Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two? I will. I will. I will. I'm never going to live that time. Just for this. It's I was, was going to play a drinking game with every myself, I, but then I forgot when we came back from the break. I thought about it on the break. I was like, guys, I'm going to drink every time he says cool, cool, cool. I've, I've, I've reined it, it in in the happen. second half of the episode. So fantastic. I'd be wasted. I'd be uh, so right, off well, my white claw. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, 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 true believers, the next episode that we're going to do, it's another big one because it's another Avengers assemble. Uh, it is, we'll uh, assemble some peeps. We're gonna, yeah. It, it'll be probably another four. We try to do four people for the for the Avengers movie. Where so we, we don't know who um, we're gonna yeah, get. We don't know. It's a actually. mystery. Um, but uh, maybe uh, Joey, uh, who Jamie knows very well, uh, my yes. brother. Didn't we maybe uh, talk about? Well, we'll talk about Jillian. 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 If we could. Uh, J- yeah, I was gonna say we love Jillian. So and, and so we uh, can have some more. Yeah. Jays on the show. <laughs> two, uh, I'll be three fucking Jays to keep track of. Uh, if we bring you Jamie, then I'll, I'll just be eating up. Uh, the D will just be. The, the D. <laughs> Never mind. No. 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 Shouldn't talk about the D getting eaten up. Uh, anyway, uh, uh, true believers, join us next time for uh, our, our foray into uh, the. 
it's it's a it's a tough one to get through. Uh, Guardia or uh, uh, the Avengers: Age of Ultron, not one of my favorites. But the the ones we don't like are actually probably more fun to listen to. So <laughs> so uh, we will uh, we will see you guys then uh, for uh, the lovely Jamie Orgel, for the beautiful and talented uh, Miss uh, Jesse Easter. Thanks. True believers, join us next time, and I will see you then. Thanks. Bye. 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 Kisses.